Pseudo Show podcast, powered by Dobbs, for the best price and value on quality tires at Expert Auto Service. Get into Dobbs today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. How are we feeling? Hello, Frost on the windshield, huh? Oh, yeah, Frost this morning for you. Yeah. That's why I keep my uh, my car in the car hole, otherwise known as a garage. Yeah, I do that most of the time. Last night it didn't happen, unfortunately. Hey, you have uh, how many vehicles at the house? Four. Four. Yeah. Four in a very small driveway and just two garages. So can you fit two cars in the garage? Yes. Yeah, there's... There's one in there's one in each side. It's just mine didn't happen to be the one oh. in there when it, everything it, settles for the evening. Oh, so. is it like jockeying for position? Yeah, it's whoever gets there first, basically. Right. Do you keep do you keep the bike at the house during no. season? No, it's in a storage locker. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I knew you socks. Yeah, I knew you stored it during the winter. I yeah. just wasn't sure. No, during the season. Now that everybody drives. Mm. So yeah, it sucks. But yeah, man, oof. I went out there and I and I had to make the decision when I got behind the wheel. Do I get back out and do a little bit of scraping or I just Put it on blast, put the windshield wipers on, and hope I can see by the time I hit the highway. Oh, man. So that's what so I what'd did. you do? I did that. I did part two, or <laughs> option two. Mm. It was one of these things where, I, you know, there's a the little bitty part oh, where no. the oh, that's are. safe. <laughs> Especially now. No. Especially now with deer running around yeah, everywhere that's in safe. Eureka that's good. and Wildwood yeah. and all that. Nah, so. That's good. I made it. Very wise. You have a garage, Scott? Nope, I don't. I mean, is, it, is there a garage at your house, or is it just full of crap? No, yeah, no there's no garage. Yeah, they uh, there was originally one whenever I guess the house was built back in ancient times, but mm. it's a tiny. Uh, I don't know what kind of car would have fit in the. Yeah, th- it's, it's, it's like probably a, a one car garage. Maybe? It's like an yeah. opening in the yeah. basement. Yeah, so now it's uh, whoever was the last one lived there. They put a wall there and oh. they made it into a room and everything. It's where you keep the uh, the spare parts for the trampoline. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the, that's in the driveway. That's outside and the next door neighbor's yard. <laughs> the spare parts are in the yard and in the okay. you put that stuff outside. Okay. <laughs> can, can you fit your car in the garage? Uh, yes, with about uh, two inches of uh, of space. Now that's the top not or this way. Um, lengthwise, you mean? Oh l- yeah, yeah. Lengthwise, okay. lengthwise. Yeah, because you've got um, a long truck. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, you know, it's a it's a Tacoma, so it's not even it's not even a huge one or whatever. But it's 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 beefy, and uh, that that has more to do with there's a little bit of music equipment in there. So I'm taking up about a foot and a half mm. of that, but I don't, I do not have much room. And the thing is, I came from like this massive three car garage mm-hmm. with, with like additional depth and yeah. all that, you know. And it was, it was great, and I didn't realize what I had until I, it was gone. And uh, now, you know, I'm, well, I'm doing this when I get in that car. Oh, same here. Well, man. Yeah, oh. when you hear stories like Jeff, <laughs> you know, I, I thank God that my garage is empty enough where I could put a car in. Yeah, and I think, I think before it gets too cold, I think we're we're debating the. Just go get a, a small dumpster of some sort and have it dropped on our driveway and then just clean out the garage, clean out the house, mm, all yeah. that kind of stuff, and make a little more room in the garage. The purge, have, huh? It's a good feeling. Yeah, we have a little bit of a depth in our garage, too, or else it, I'd be screwed. Oh, dude. Yeah. And with, with both cars in there, I mean, we don't have room for another rake. You know what I mean? It, it, I mean, it is, it is wall to wall, there is stuff. And it's not like a, it's not one of those junky garages. You know what I mean? It may appear like that, but it's an older house. So it's not finished in there and it doesn't look all that pleasant. But there's, you know, from, from, from rakes to, to cars to a little extra fridge, 
everything is packed. It's within yeah, an inch. Yeah, same here. There yeah. are companies you could hire to actually come in and organize your garage and put up shelves and put up the hooks to hang the bikes and all oh, that stuff. Yeah. Out. I ain't got that money. Yeah, but like you said, I think it's a bit therapeutic to every once in a while just absolutely take a shovel mm -hmm. to the to the garage and get stuff. We're out getting of there. to that point. Yeah, same here. Well, the problem Big is you usually wait, right? Because I thought about doing this exact the ex exact thing yesterday happened. This conversation happened in my mind, and I went in there and I'm thinking of rakes because the kids got rakes out, and I'm like, oh, you got to put this back. I'm gonna run it over. Everything's gonna break mm -hmm. in here. And then I thought, oh, this is a perfect time to clean out the garage, and it's chilly. I'll wait till spring. Mm, yeah, wait <laughs> yep. till spring cleaning, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh man, I gotta wait months for this. <laughs> uh, Jeff caught me kind of laughing to myself in the office this morning. I don't know. It's this it's this time of year. Or I guess it just reminds me of of my high school days. I don't know if it's if it's like the cool air, if it's listening to what uh, to stories about, you know, high school football. It, like it brings me back to high school and like the parties, like you, Friday night parties. You've been listening to a lot of REO Speedwagon or something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Maybe it's just. But when I when I came into work this morning, I had that crisp feel. I have a sweatshirt on, mm -hmm. and I kind of, I kind of went back in my mind Jeez. to fall keg parties on a Friday night. <laughs> it's funny that you say that, and we'll get back to your story. But I had a Nickelback moment yesterday. I was on the phone with uh, our sales manager as I was driving past Lindbergh High School. Where I graduated, and I yeah. looked out, and I I interrupted what she was saying. And I was like, "Hey, I'm having a Nickelback moment." Hey, it's school. <laughs> hey, it's the school. Although, One of the schools look at, I went like, to. Look at this photograph moment. Yeah, yeah. As I drove past Limerick High School, like, like if you uh, drive past your high school, do, do the memories flood back? I absolutely. don't know. Absolutely, I could smell the cigarettes from the uh, yeah. smokers area back in 1985. Yep, I could I see, see the places where spot. you would go as opposed to class. Yeah, the places uh, where it was easy to jump off a campus to leave for the day. Oh, exactly man, all right. of that. Yeah. That's the stuff that I see now. Unfortunately, with Limburg, it doesn't look anything like no, it, it does. We were there. Yeah, not at all. Even just the address. Completely redone it. Sure. I guess the address. And that arch with the green flyers and all that stuff. Yeah. It, it looks sharp, doesn't it? Like, as soon as we yeah, left, really man, they they put a lot of money yeah. in that thing. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, like if I drive past my high school, I'm going to be really late to work. It's nowhere. <laughs> it's nowhere around here. Right. But for me, it's like the weather. The weather that invokes these these memories for me, yeah. and it's the Friday night fall parties, mm -hmm. whether it be you know in the woods in upstate New York somewhere or at somebody's house. Yeah, those outside parties. Yeah. Somebody's parents aren't home for some reason, and you know somebody's got a keg. Mm -hmm. Somebody's older brother or older sister got him a keg. Yep. Huh. And the cops come. You you run through the woods to try to get away. Yep. But for me, laughing was if I ever got the courage to. So we had, you know, we had a, a, a friend group that was, you know, six or seven guys. And whenever, you know, I got the courage to talk to a, a, a woman or girl at a party and my friends, my friend group saw that I was talking to somebody, they would start yelling, get in there. <laughs> get in there. Thanks, help, guys. Right? Thanks a lot. That helped? No. Oh, okay. She didn't get more thrilled? No. Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> like, I finally, like, thrilled. you know, yeah, gather she... up the courage to talk to a girl. Man. And I, you know, try to start a conversation, and a friend would spot me. I go, hey, get in there! <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, man. Thanks, guys. Come on, man. <laughs> that is funny. It's the best. <laughs> Now, no. did you ever do that to your friends? Of course. Yeah, there, there <laughs> yes, are kids yes, on their yes. way to high school right now. They're like, that's pretty funny. I'm going to do that next time. Yeah. Yeah. Really funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I turn around. Come on, fellas. Guys. Guys, guys have off. some respect, please. It's a lady. 
Knock it off, guys. Come um, on, fellas. You're blowing up my spot. Yeah, I'm Beth, nervous as it is. Beth, is it? Would you like to go outside <laughs> so we can talk, you know, just quiet? Try to seal the deal. Yeah. Maybe do a little making out on the, uh, on the front lawn. Mm. I don't know what's going to happen. Mm. But now nothing's going to happen because you jerks. <laughs> and that kind of stuff, those, those stories that you guys tell. You know, Tony said he was all involved. And obviously, he's, he's been a social butterfly his whole, whole life. I can count how many parties I went to in high school on zero hands. No high school parties. Not a single one. Not a single Man. one. A single Boy, did one. you miss out getting rejected a lot. Holy cow. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I did not miss out on getting rejected. I did that on my own, party, you know, party or not. But I did tour for, you know, 15, 15 years oh, after well, that. Well, you have so. a different path you went. I made it up. Mm-hmm. I made up for it, but um, not really because there was no girls on the tour bus. There was no beer no, in my see, life. You had to see the world. I got to see some pretty neat backyards. <laughs> yeah, but it's, 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 oh, it's not code for anything. No. Okay. It's been interesting hearing how memories of high school parties evolve over the course of the, of the last 20 years. Because I remember in, you know, when we were 22 and people would talk about high school parties around me, it was a totally different type of story than now, than your, than your type mm. of story now. Yeah, I was kind of the younger, as far as my birthday goes, since my birthday is in August, um... A lot of my friends who had birthdays at the beginning of the year were driving before me, so it was, I was the one to get picked up. And uh, my buddy Mike would pick me up in his, you know, piece of garbage Dodge Neon with a tape deck. <laughs> and, uh, you know, having to listen to his garbage mixes. But, you know, he was, he was the <laughs> ride. Was, yeah, he was driving, so it was okay. He was the ride, so, you know, uh, you know it would be dark out, and, you know, 7 o'clock, 7.30, Mike would come pick me up, and... I look in the back seat. There's a six or a Zima. Yep. Yeah. Zima. Always got to bring drinks to the party. Uh-huh. Zima. Come on, man. It's all you can get. Zima. <laughs> I used to I used to drink warm beer in high school, and I would just bring the six uh, the twelve pack box with me and carry it around with me. And it was cheap beer. Remember Schaefer beer back in the day? It was mm-hmm. like a dollar nineteen a, a six pack or something like that. And nobody ever wanted to buy my my alcohol because it was warm, cheap beer. Mm. I thought that was pretty smart, after all. <laughs> or or huh. somebody would uh, you know steal a bottle of a Goldschlager from a mm. from a liquor cabinet oh. at their parents' house. You know. Ugh. Do you know anybody that's ever bought that? Somehow it was at every party. Yeah. But I, I but I don't know who buys that. I think the houses in back in the day in South County when you bought a house they gave they you a bottle gave of Goldschlager. <laughs> yeah. Just oh. put this in the closet till you have kids. Oh. Goldschlager. Ugh, I don't think I've ever tried that. Do they I've still even tried make that. it? it looks oh, I'm weird. sure they do. Oh, you know what? Now that I think about it, I, I, do, I went to one one party. Freshman year, nobody could drive. And the only thing I remember is not knowing what to do. Like, I, I had I had no clue. Like, you know, All right, do, we're at a party. Yeah, do I, do I stay downstairs? Do I, do I sit down? Do I enjoy the music? I remember there was a lot of 311 being played. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was offered uh, booze, and this is—I've told you guys about this this buddy of mine before. I mean, kind of buddy, a soccer acquaintance, if you will. And he was the guy that called his dad by his first name. And I think that there was alcohol at the party. And I remember thinking, "Is this a setup? Is this guy trying to? Am, if I if if I accept if I this offer, this, am I going to get in trouble?" Mm, right. Yeah. But I, I definitely did not partake. And I just I just remember feeling awkward and going. Yeah, 311 is uh, is cooler than I gave him credit for. Um, I've I listened to this no- record seven times now, and no one's talked to me yet. <laughs> I remember <laughs> nothing of I remember nothing of the music being played at the parties. I just remember the feeling of being outside in a sweatshirt. You know, I wasn't you know, I didn't really like to drink, so nursing whatever I had in my hand, like I'd take one beer. Or yeah. one cup of whatever. That was and it. Just, that's it. <laughs> and slowly. That's smart, man. Slowly sip it to make it seem like I was doing something. Hmm. Yeah, I wasn't that. 
I didn't really, I, 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 I didn't really like the taste of beer. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really love the taste of beer, and maybe that's why I drank it warm because it was easier to go down or something. I'm not really sure really? why I did that. To be honest, maybe I couldn't afford a cooler. Who knows? Or frozen water uh, to put in the cooler. I'm not real sure, but I, I remember. <laughs> I don't know. Back then, you don't think drinking. about you don't think about keeping your your beverage. Uh, yeah, you know, at the proper temperature. At the proper temperature. Yeah, the two things, especially my senior, my I only went to Lindbergh my senior year. But the two things I remember from uh, uh, Lindbergh school parties were always fights. I mean, always fights. I mean, people going night night fights, those kind of things. And one of the songs that they always played, no matter whose house it was, was a song called "The Freaks Come Out at Night." Do you remember that song? No. Mm-mm. It was some sort of hip hop ish. 80s kind of the freaks come out at night at night that's all i really remember mm. that, that sounds vaguely familiar that was almost like the girls 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 at a strip club song it's like when that song came on you knew everything was on like the party was happening <laughs> it's like somebody yelling woohoo it made the party oh, the, all right it's, <laughs> it's the group is houdini let me see if i could, uh, see if I could find it <laughs> houdini it's, it's rock with mfs just so you know are you serious no it's not so you do, yeah. So you do. You m- m- remember the music? Yeah, yeah. It was mostly that sort of because that's what's pop, most pop, hip hop, or or yeah, just pretty much that. That's what's most vivid about that one party is me going. Oh, everyone's singing along, and I don't know three eleven yet. Yeah, and if you got you got to remember, with me, my senior year was eighty four, eighty five. So the music. There's the video. Where's the music? Come on. <laughs> this is great. Think like kid and play, that kind of thing. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> this is excellent. Isn't it great? Just bring it back. Oh my gosh, yeah. Bring it back. I'm totally getting rejected by a girl named Kim right now. Her friend Angela was hot, but she would never talk to me. And then there was another girl named Angie, I think, would come up to me and say, Man, your skin's really clearing up. I mean, it was like a John Hughes movie, man. Hey, well, at least that's. I mean, I was like, Thanks. Yeah, at least someone spoke to you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Before you went to high school party, I mean, I did. I always had like a kind of a pit in my stomach, like a. I would get the the bubble guts thinking about yeah what's coming up you know are the cops gonna come oh man and, and what's you, the woman situation gonna be like yeah, really? is, yeah. is this gonna be my night to hook up with a lady mm, oh. probably not but I'll try yeah I talk until to- my friends say <laughs> get in there yeah. Yeah. the on, night man. I mean by eight o'clock you always had that optimism <laughs> but by like midnight you're like ah damn mm-hmm. it I hope a Benny Hill show is on when I get home and to yeah. not have a car and to not have a car since I was at the mercy of other people driving me, I couldn't go. All right, let's bounce. And yeah. the dude that I that we, would drive me around was the guy that would be last at the party. He would stay till the end. That's Bummer. is that's good or bad? It's terrible. It's terrible. Come on, go home. <laughs> it's eleven eleven thirty. So is, you've and, always been like this. Yeah. And you know, if you're there to towards the end of it, they're going to ask you to help clean up. Yeah. So it's best nasty. to get out oh, early. My so you don't have to stay and help clean. And I have to give a shout out to my friend uh, Jimmy, uh, freshman year. He was the guy who gave me the protocol on how to be at parties like that. Because he was the guy that was good looking and the athlete and women were just like, here, just take this and when you're done with it, give it back to me. You know, <laughs> that sort of oh, thing. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Just See, that's what you need. You need. There needs to be some sort of rule uh, or, or uh, 
you know, like an introductory class, Party 101. Yeah. Here's, here's how it usually works, just mm -hmm. for the young kids. Because I, I the, the most conversation I had that night was with Steve, and that was his dad. Mm. <laughs> Steve's dad was there? No, no, Steve was the dad. Steve is the dad. Oh. And I only know him as Steve because that's what his son called him. You did go to a party freshman year. I mean, if you call a baby shower a party, I don't know. Oh, that's yeah. no, that was, yeah, closer to sophomore year. Really. Did you ever, ever have, any, have any parties at your house? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot. Um, uh, because when my mom passed, I was a freshman, and then my dad, you know, became... The gigolo of Fenton, shockingly so enough. So he was out a lot. Yeah, so he was out a lot. And we had a pool above ground, four foot. Woo, what's up? And you had, I mean, I mean, you have you know an older and a younger brother. Yeah, I have two so, olders and one younger. Oh, two olders. Yeah, and the one who's now a police officer, he wasn't really into partying at the house as much. He had a really good friend. He would just go and disappear with him, and they would go out. My oldest brother did a little bit of that, yeah. But my younger brother, he's the one who really got into the house parties because my dad was out for sure. For sure. And you but were the older brother to him, yeah. So I was like, what's up? Let me open the See, door for hey, you. Hey, uh, Derek's yeah. older brother, Jeff, yeah. is yeah. here. No, right. I, was, I, was, I was actually already in Springfield by then. But, yeah, it was, uh, it was very interesting to have a father who was never really around. I mean, he was around, but on the weekends he wasn't around because he was out doing the same thing I was doing. I had one party at the house. One party. And I was Ooh. nervous as hell. <laughs> <laughs> one party. And, and thank God there was a, there was a guy there named... Um, Named Matt Bell. Thank you, Matt Bell. To this day, I still owe you. He cleaned up the whole thing by himself. Yeah. Oh, what? My God. He cleaned up the crazy. whole party by himself. And you never forgot that. Never forget. Wow. Never Thank forget. you, Matt Bell. Uh, and Dang. a name that comes to mind. I just told you there was either it was a lot of drinking and that and that and fighting and stuff. A guy named Brian Kelly, dude. Oh my gosh. Probably a foot shorter than me. Stocky. Lefty. Two first A names. lefty, which is crazy important in a in a street fight. Because you're just going to assume it's a righty. And he would he would take on anybody. He's the guy who would put people night-night a lot. Hmm. And uh, But the other thing, when you talk about uh, clean up after parties, neighbors up the street from me, a couple, couple two, three years older than me, probably still are. And they had a big, huge house party. And I helped them clean up. And there was beer cans everywhere. And I was probably 15 at the time, 14 at the time. So it's like, you know, you're dumping out cans like that. And then you feel <laughs> one that's three-quarters away full. And you go like this. Uh. And it was all dip spit. Uh. And I probably chugged two, three times before I realized it. Uh, and it was one of those that had been sitting there for a handful of hours. Uh, so gross oh, enough dude. that it was spit somebody else's and tobacco juice. But I remember vividly when I pulled the can away, it was like a string Blah. of saliva Blah. from my mouth to the can. And I, it, it was a reversal like you have never oh. seen before in your life. You're making my knees weak. Wow. Oh, I just remembered that when we had the party at my house. Oh, gosh, dude. Um, we were in the process of, like, shutting down our pool forever. We had a big concrete pool in the backyard. My dad was like, I'm done with this. We're going to fill it in. So everybody thought that was okay to then just throw everything in the pool. <laughs> Which, well, yeah, you're just going to fill like it with dirt anyway, mm -hmm. so who cares, it does, right? uh, Yeah. That ended up being like, pretty cool, right? No, until I had to explain, like, why there's, like, <laughs> glass and beer cans and stuff that it's were... It's a time capsule. Yeah. Yeah. This party will live forever. forever. <laughs> Someday, but Dad, the, we're going to... The pool was still... The pool was there still. It was just a, it was just a pit with a little water in it. And I would just throw their stuff in there. Yeah, but aren't you going to like wow. break up the concrete and throw rocks and dirt in it anyway? Yeah, but I don't want my parent. That was a couple months down the road. Oh, 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 okay. So you have a, a nasty yard. Yeah, a filled in landfill that behind you your house for X amount of months. That you have to explain to your father, too. Right. Yeah. Bummer. Right. My wife, um, we, we, we were in the same town. We didn't know each other. Her house was the house that uh, she would have parties all the time, her and her yeah. brother.
down the street from me was the Holtz's house, and there was uh, Rick and Ron Holtz and their brother Eddie. And they were the parents who, their parents were the ones that was like, it's cool. I will even buy the booze. You can bring booze in. I'll make a big, huge, you know, fire for you guys outside. But then nobody's leaving. Mm. You know, that, that was that family. Yeah. That was pretty badass of them. And they were the key masters. You know, you go in, you got to drop a key yeah. if you were for somehow driving or whatever. Yeah. My buddy, uh, Will, his house was the party house. And so about... Eight of us would hang out and play video games. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. nice. It was nice. nuts, dude. After youth group, we'd go over there. <laughs> there was wow. yeah. Somebody got a cramp in their thumb. Hey, hey, I, brought some, about uh, 10 and, I brought yeah. a carbonated beverage if anybody <laughs> yeah. wants one. Yeah, that's right. It was muscle men's at the time. We loved apples. <laughs> Planning the, uh, the church lock-in <laughs> for three weeks from now. Guys, Ooh. I got some Coke. Yeah. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Yeah, right here. Wow. Full oh, caffeine. Yeah. Hey, I brought myself an R-rated movie. <laughs> you know there's no drug jokes in this house? Yeah, but that's what this this kind of crisp fall weather reminds. It brings me back to high school. The leaves falling and and kind of like a like a decaying leaves kind of smell. I oh yeah, I love yeah, that no smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like cool. the wet the wet leaves underneath that smell. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm. and that's what I kind of got a whiff of this morning. The windows open as I was driving in. I'm like, mm, get in there, ah, <laughs> killing me. Get in there. Can you imagine that? Like I finally get the courage to talk to a to talk to a woman. As I'm walking over, I'm trying to see if my friends are watching somehow, looking over my shoulder and still thinking about kind of a an opening line, and then somebody spots me. Get in there! <laughs> you know what? Honestly, honestly, looking back, what a good opening line would have been was, "Hey, my friends are going to give me crap about talking to you here in a second, so just don't listen to them." And then she'll go, "What are you talking about?" Boom, you're oh, talking. Yeah. Make you oh, the mature. Next thing you know. Uh huh. You Get guys in are in there. <laughs> yeah, we're in there. <laughs> yes. I just my palms. My palms are sweaty even thinking about it. Yeah. That's great. Like, I'm <sighs> I'm I've just transformed into a 17 year old. Mm-hmm. God, raise your hand if you want to be single in, oh. in the dating world again. 16, 17 years old. Oh, yeah. my hands are I'm. Oh, my hands are wet. Yuck. Hey, um, I just read again about uh, about pilots near LAX in Los Angeles seeing a man in a jetpack. Flying by the airport. Mm. You see the story? I saw the article or the headline, yeah. The guy was spotted by a flight crew around 1.30 on Wednesday afternoon. They don't know who this guy is. They haven't caught him. They they have no information on this guy. How does one catch a jetpacker? I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean... I mean, somebody's got eyes on him. He's got to land eventually. Yeah, right. but he doesn't need a runway. He doesn't need anything. He just lands somewhere where you can't the get to The weird thing is that somebody went from standing on the ground to 3,000 feet and nobody saw him take off. This guy was 6,000 feet this time. 6,000. Oh, my gosh. A, a China Airlines crew saw saw what appeared to be someone in a jetpack around 6,000 feet. And this is about seven miles northwest of LAX. And here's the uh, air traffic control. Uh, we just saw the, the flight object, like the flight suit that's passing by us, 6,000. The flying object, was it a uh, UAV or was it a jetpack? What's a UAV? Uh, that's what I uh, pop when I want to see my enemies in Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. What's a UAV? Oh, that's not a real answer? Well, I mean, it Unidentified is 100% a, uh, an acronym, unmanned aerial vehicle. Oh, oh, okay, so maybe a drone. Ah, Fancy. So is that a, is that a drone? Is it a jetpack? A large jetpack. Too shiny. Too fast. There was a jetpack reported about 13 miles ahead. There's no way you can go and check that out, can you? <laughs> no, I'm gonna 
turn around this jumbo jet with you know 300 <laughs> people uh, just to follow this guy. Yeah, hold on, let me throw a blinker on. Let As I'm coming around. in from China. Sorry, places to be. <laughs> yeah, so, so they, it's not just a, a drone, but it's any airplane that doesn't have a pilot. So you said seven miles northwest of LAX. That's like Malibu on the on the coast. The FAA is investigating, and whoever it is, I'm assuming it's the same person, did the same thing last month. Because at that time, it was an American Airlines crew seeing a guy around 3,000 feet, and they said this guy was about 30 yards away from the plane. Holy cow, that's close. That's like if you're a passenger and you look outside your window and you see a guy flying next to you and you wave. That's nuts. It's so dangerous. And dangerous, yeah. Yeah, Who the hell is this guy? It's Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. This is a guy checking out the uh, the Iron Man costume. That's pretty badass, if you ask me. Yeah. At the yeah. same time, if I'm making my approach to LAX, I don't want a guy in a jetpack 30, 30 yards away yeah. from the plane I'm in. Well, what's even more dangerous is obviously he's not connected with any communications as far as that kind of stuff goes. So for his safety, what if he goes down over in the sea? Nobody knows. Or what if he goes down... In a residential area. Yeah, he crashes into something. Nobody knows what the hell just yeah, happened. Or he hits another plane. How about the fact that this badass technology is out there? Uh, does this sound like yeah. an Elon Musk kind of thing? That's what I keep thinking. It's probably him. That dude would not risk this kind of stuff. No way. No, but he I mean, I can see his... Yeah, it's not him flying. It may be his product is what Because he no, may have permission think... from, you know, very, very top secret kind of part of the government, and they're allowing him to test out flights or something like that. In Malibu? Or yeah, in, of course. No it's a great spot for it. <laughs> no way. This a little is bit some, of air traffic, is, but Nah, this okay. is some rich guy with a connection. You think so? And if it was Elon Musk and he, and he did have permission from the government, he wouldn't be close to an airport. That's what no, I mean. Like, yeah. no way there. They would do this they, kind of stuff out in the desert. Yeah, they one have the, that place down in Texas where they would be testing us out. Right. Middle of nowhere. He wouldn't be near one of the most uh, used airports on the planet. Yeah, I wonder what the uh, what the penalty for that is. All right, turn in your jetpack. <laughs> oh. Oh, damn it. Oh, come on, man. Just one more. And if this guy's 6,000 feet in the air... Talk about a moving violation. Points on your license. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) That's a lot of points. Hey, good luck getting insurance, pal. (laughs) No, if he's 6,000 feet in the air, that's a pretty pretty neat piece of technology. Yeah. This is, I knew I would remember what, it reminds me of the old TV show Johnny Sacco. You remember that? This is Rocket Man. Is that a clown? Yeah, that was before this, but yeah, it was a, it was a, uh, it was a kid that uh, and there was a giant robot, and then he had a jetpack to where he could fly around with the guy, and that's why ever since I was about eight, I wanted a jetpack, and I asked for a jetpack every year for Christmas. But this guy's got one. Programming note: I never got one. No. Yeah. Well, remember we were talking about just not long ago when the French guy with the jetpack made, you know, oh, was there in a military parade? Yeah, it was something. He went two miles or whatever it was, and he went over the water. And I mean, you could you could tell how many precautions they were taking. He didn't go all that high, and it was like it was like a, ooh, just it was almost like a like um. He was like basically a, hovering. Yeah, but it was like a World's Fair type of moment mm. where like something is is new, and we're, we're going to show we're it. And here's it the release of wow, this exists, and we have it, and we're here. And then a short few months later, six thousand feet, random six thousand feet, random flyers. Mm. Pretty, pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. It's amazing. The old Johnny Sacco TV show. Oh, terrible special effects. Well, it was oh. 1967. Johnny Sacco. Wow, look at those special effects. Yeah. That looks pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell the guy that was supposed to be the giant was just a normal-sized guy, and they had the camera up like this. Yeah. You know? Speaking of flying, um, 
and and I've been on enough flights, and and you fellows have as well. Uh, where I mean, sometimes you get stuck sitting next to person next to a person that's got I don't know issues, whether it be I mean, I've sat next to people who have terrible bo issues mm-hmm. and and uh, issues of remaining in their space. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll you know. Some of their stuff will kind of go over into my area, and there's a fight for the armrest. And how about this? I've never had this happen. A pastor, this is a pastor on a flight from Las Vegas to Detroit, got arrested after a woman sitting next to him woke up and caught him urinating on her. Oh, what? Yeah. Huh? He says he had a bad reaction to a sleep aid. I mean, listen to her describe what happened. It start to get warm on this side of me. I jump up and I seen his private area out, so I screamed and that woke everybody on the plane up. By the time I actually looked at him and I see him shaking himself off, I'm like, this man. He shook himself off. Well, I mean, it's gross to put it back in if you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming he did not wash his hands after. Him and I see him shaking himself off. I'm like, this man just peed on me. There was like a puddle of pee in the seat. He didn't say anything the whole time he was standing there. Since then, I probably only got maybe like four hours of sleep. Yikes. Yeah, that's awful. Man, and if it is related to some meds or something, that's super sad. I'm sure it was an ambient related issue because it was a red eye flight. It was a red eye flight, which is, you know, an after midnight flight. Uh, been thinking that. The, the, the guy probably took a sleeping pill, tried yeah. to get some Z's on the plane, and had some... I I'm, Normally, I'm skeptical on these kind of like, well, it was on medication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Dude, yeah. Do night, you think... Night crimes. Night crimes. With this kind of thing, if it comes out that it was true that it was because of a, a drug or, I mean, a pill or whatever that he took, like a med, would that ruin his career, or is he able to go back behind a pulpit and start preaching again? You know what? It depends really, honestly, what religion he is, don't you think? Or like what where he is in the... It just says he's a pastor. That's what I'm uh, saying. Like, if he's a yeah. pastor, you know, that's that's a very, that's a big umbrella. So he could always start his own church. You know what I mean? I mean, will he be known as the pee pastor from, uh, from now on? I mean... Maybe. Excuse me, Pastor Pee Pee. Excuse me, Pastor Pee Pee. I need some pastoring. Yeah. Not the other part. I just need the pastoring. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for, for all parties involved yeah. here. Yeah, that's Especially nice. the lady. And the, yeah. clean, and the cleaning crew. Well, she Ew. said that she had to, like, stay in her clothes. I mean, she didn't have any extra clothes. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, I, oof. I mean, she says she was, I mean, sitting in a puddle. I hope she had a connecting flight and she had to go sit in that so people next to her smell it the whole time. I mean, right. you hear about people sleepwalking. You hear about people sleep driving. And it's not even, they're not sleeping necessarily. It's it's this they're like know, half conscious. reaction. Yeah. Or, they're half conscious. They don't know where they are. Or going to the bathroom in the closet or, in a, you know, in Ugh. different places of the house. Jeff and I were around somebody that was so hammered. Uh, we were at a bar. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was there. And they urinated on the floor, not even yep. knowing. Yep, and I believe the other person who worked there went, Not again! <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, there's stories of people getting up in the middle of the night and, and thinking the closet was the bathroom and just... Yeah, if just you, going. If you remember, it was uh, tile floor too. So across the room, you could just hear. I thought there. I thought somebody had a hose going. Yeah. <laughs> somebody leave the water running. Yeah. Nope. Well, yeah, that guy did. Nope. Man. <laughs> but the fact this woman had to sit there for the rest of the flight. Poor, poor lady. Yeah.
Where does, does that guy sit at then? Does the air does the airline have any like do, if you're the, the the person from the airline? Do you go, hey, let's give you a free. Really free flight, yeah. Free, you know, some sort of free flight or I would something. Imagine. And not, you can not take anything off the response. beverage cart without paying. Right. You have anything except for Mountain Dew on the beverage cart. It's not their fault that it happened. It'd be, but no. it'd be nice if they were like, "Hey, so no, they have, are they are they liable for who they sit you next to?" I mean, it's random. Yeah, I guess so. And do they have a special place when someone gets in trouble on an airplane that they sit at? Like no, from what seat? I read, I'm sure she moved. I'm sure she moved seats because there was an off-duty police officer on the flight mm. that had to restrain this guy. Wow, man! But he says he had he had no idea he was he was sleeping. Took some kind of pill. Damn. Oh my goodness! And that was that. Rough. Yep, rough indeed. All right. Speaking of freaks, uh, Moon, if you would please <laughs> <laughs> please uh, close down the votes for the Craigslist freak of the week. Closed. Thank you all for voting. Uh, yesterday, John Patrico was here. Great to see John. He seems to be in good spirits. Mm-hmm. John Patrico was here, and he read us three brand new ads from the Craigslist Freak of the Week. In the middle of this competition, getting towards the end of the competition. Soon to start the playoffs. So three brand new ads. John read them. You voted on them. And here's how it all, I guess, after that story shook out. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, God, I got to bear with me one second. I, there's a setting on the board here that I need to. Uh, okay, there we go. Sorry. Okay. In third place with, oh, by the way, just looking at these votes, it was, a, it was an ass whooping. In third place with 17.4% of your votes, it was nominee number one. Here's David Blowy. Looking for a good blow-up dow. Man for anyone, 22 years old, Toronto, Canada. I have always been curious what it feels like to have sex with a blow-up doll. Since I've lived with my parental units and have no place to have it shipped to or stored, I've always been super nervous about it. And the really good dolls are way out of my budget. Can I borrow yours? I'll clean it a bunch and make sure it gets back to you cleaner then you gave it to me. I know there's a bunch of different kinds out there, but I really hope you have a dark-skinned dow. I'm a very pale white man and have never been with anyone of color. Does it feel different than the normal ones? I will take what I can, but if I can get picky, I would love one that has at least a couple different areas of interest. I know there are some very realistic dows with hair and lifelike skin. Please, no clear dowels and nothing that is just the torso. Looking for something I can really manhandle and wrap my body around. Yeah. If you have pictures of the dowel, you can send them to me. That would be great. I can pick up if you are in the area. This weekend would be perfect. Please, let's keep this between us. Thanks. You're not gonna manhandle my real doll. Nope. No way. Uh, I respect <laughs> yeah, her. Yeah, too you gotta much. treat her with respect. Well, listen, we were looking up some of the prices of these dolls. I mean, I get it. it's out of his budget. These things will cost you five between five and ten yeah. grand. Yep. Shown off. Between five and ten grand. And these and these when he says blow up dolls, I mean, we're not talking novelty. You go to Patricia's and you buy a blow up doll that the that the bachelor's gonna have to 
carry around for the bachelor party Mm-mm. with the permanent, you know, O face. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are really lifelike, poseable, real hair dolls. These are the ones that we've done stories before, and I'm sure you've seen them on, like, My Strange Addiction or whatever, where these guys have them next to them on the couch, and they're talking with them, have their arm around them, watching TV and stuff like that. What was that? Look at this one for $1,500, and it looks like she's looking for a change in the couch Uh uh, right there. In her thong. Go back up. Wow, look at that one. $2,500. Go back up, Adia. Oh, BBW Chubby Sex Doll Fat Ass Love Doll. That's what what it's called. (laughs) Oh, it's a bargain of fifteen hundred bucks. Uh-huh. What wow. a bargain! What a bargain indeed. <laughs> what was that movie? Um, it, I think it was called Lars and the Real Girl. Whoa! Look at that one. I like the uh, the premium oh, Ken man. doll over there. Look at that one. Was yeah. it Lars and the Real Doll or Lars and the Real Girl? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, Kenny I think it's Real cost. Girl. Yeah, Lars and the Real Girl. Lars and the Real Girl. Kenny's going to cost you three grand. Um, there is good news though. If you can't afford that, there's a website called used.forsell, mm. and they have a lot of them on there used. Oh, no, right. thank yeah. you. Cool. That's a great deal. Cool. Buy, sell, trade. <laughs> yeah, I no, guess. Thank so. you. Holy cow. Did you see that one? They're so real looking. It's oh. so. It's, that one's got it oh. all. It's going to cost you, though. That one's three grand, too. That one's called Transgender Terry. She's got an, af- <laughs> she's got an aftermarket. Transgender Terry. <laughs> What, do you got a lift kit on that? <laughs> oh, I just picture oh, going to Goodwill and seeing one of these behind, like, you know, they have the counter where they put all the expensive, yeah. expensive stuff. You see one on the yeah. wall there. <laughs> all right, that was uh, you get a David Blowy in third place. Yes. Uh, your runner-up with 20.5% of your vote. It was nominee number three. Here is Melt Gibson. Let's get cooking. Man for man, 38 years old, Belfast, Germany. Everyone talks about how having sex with food is the greatest thing ever. I agree. I'm the guy to take it a little too far. I was having sex with my ex, and she melted some caramel and poured it on my chest. It was too hot. Way too hot. It left some serious burns on my body. I have permanent scarring. After a couple days in the hospital, I noticed that I wasn't in pain, but more empty inside. I realized that I loved it, and I want to do it again, and I want to do it a lot. Grill a steak and take it from the pit to my back. Take soup and drip it down my legs and onto my bag. Yep. Ah. Let's make a weekend of it. I can travel and have no restrictions. Drugs are okay, but please, I prefer you to be disease-free. I can bring all the food stuff if you can host. I have a roommate, and his children live with us, so we can't do it at my place. Let me know if you are down, and we can set something up in the near future. I did test positive for COVID back in June. But I am since 100% recovered. I am totally real. Put cooked in the subject line so I can weed out the bots. All right, there you go. There is Melt Gibson, your runner-up with 20.5% of your votes. And ladies and gentlemen, here is your official Craigslist Freak of the Week. Moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. With 62.1% of your votes... It's nominee number two, Hacksaw Jim. 
bugging. Bugs don't bug me. Help wanted Tokyo, Japan. After working with insects for years, I've grown to love what I did. Unfortunately, the job just didn't pay well, and I had to leave mine for a sales job that I hate daily. One thing I miss the most is the feeling of those tiny little legs dancing all over my skin. Looking for someone who has access to a big amount of bugs that can celebrate all over me. If you are someone who sells live fish bait, please let me know if you have any before you rid of them. I would love to take them off your hands. I promise you I have zero intention of harming these creatures and only want them to march on my body. If there are other formicophiles out there, would you like to join me? I will be naked, and they will be crawling all over my penis and legs. This shouldn't be a problem. I'm a professional. Please reach out if you can help. All right. Hacksaw Jim Buggin. Moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. Vying to have his name etched on that Jerry Sandusky memorial plaque. And, uh, yeah, we got to really start looking at the calendar. Yeah, well, we're going to start the year on playoffs. The right, the the right contestant won that though. Oh, for sure, hundred yeah. percent. Scott was bringing up yesterday whether that's bestiality or not, and I no, I, I, don't think so. I still don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I would think uh, bestiality is, uh, I mean, something with another mammal. See, I thought it just like you know there had to be the actual act. Hmm, I don't. But don't then know. somebody says, some, somebody sent it to us and said that. Uh, that it technically is because, you know, the intention is right. there. It says it says uh, sexual activity, actual or simulated, between a human being and an animal. Well, is an insect an animal? Well, yeah, yeah. but I mean, is there simulation going? Well, on? or is it just crawling around? On that area? I mean, it's crawling around. Yeah, but that's and they're turning, getting turned on by that. No, I don't know. Yeah, it, it may technically be, but I don't know if anybody's going to prosecute something like that. You know what I mean? Is there anything illegal about what he's doing? I don't think so. I don't know. Well, I mean, so I want insects to crawl over my naked body. What's wrong with that? Right. You may not agree with it. It may be (laughs) gross to you. But to me and other formicophiles, Mm -hmm. do not not flag that audio. Pull that audio. I was raising my hand to say, pull that audio, please. (laughs) This is perfect. All right. Thank you for all your votes. All right, chatting at the Team Riz member of the day, brought to you by Layla, both locations offering full patio service. Carried on curbside delivery from St. Peter's, Tiffany Smith is our oh, team. Right. Yay, Tiffany. Tiffany. Yay. Congratulations on having a first and last name you can easily pronounce. Yep. Thank you. You didn't <laughs> put anything phonetically for me to been say. been a while. Uh, Tiffany's been listening since the old show every morning and picks up where she left off at the podcast in the evening. We always make her laugh and loves that there, there are really no politics here. Match up with Moon, get to yelling at the radio, and Tiffany loves the new song games, Backwards, Skipping, and the Finished Lyric Games. She's in love with Jeff. Yeah. Woo, buddy. Yeah. Hopes to one day see him out on the trail. Oh. oh. Okay. I hope you do as well. Oh, the way you said that, I don't I just mean that means she's out on the trail, too, and being active. Getting her exercise, yes. yes. The one party that I went to that we were talking about earlier, there was a Tiffany Smith there, I'm pretty sure. Not the same gal, though. Are you sure? I'm sure. All right. I'm sure. 
Uh, Tiffany Smith from St. Peter's is the Teamers member of the day. Get super sweet Teamers member of the day. Soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, everybody. Jeff Burton for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center's professional tire and automotive service. Done right the first time. And they've been doing it since 1976. Folks that just trusted locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Center's to service their vehicles with the biggest selection of the best tire brands as well as at the lowest prices in town guaranteed. And whenever you're in need of a factory scheduled maintenance, routine and preventative maintenance, complex engine and diagnostic repairs, you go to Dobbs. 41 convenience store locations, whatever you drive, new, used, domestic, or import, doesn't matter. You can count on Dobbs' team of experienced tire technicians and expert ASC certified technicians to service your vehicle promptly and professionally. Check out Dobbs' latest deals at GoToDobbs.com today. If your allergies are driving you crazy again this year, just like they did, oh, I don't know, let's say last year, why not talk to St. Louis Sinus Center and end these symptoms once and for all? Dr. Gould is amazing. His staff is amazing. They are experts and they offer super, super easy solutions. They have the allergy drops. And yes, I said drops, not shots. Drops. The drops are dosed at your home. Pretty convenient, right? And over time, symptoms, they just go away. It is that easy. You can make this go away. Give them a call today, 314-473-5433, or visit them online. It's stlsinuscenter.com. That's stlsinuscenter.com. Dr. Gould and his team are amazing. You can get rid of your sinus problems once and forever. STLSinusCenter.com. Going to Manscaped.com and using the promo code WORST, that'll get you 20% in free shipping. Now, what are you going to get when you go to Manscaped.com? You're going to get the Lawnmower 3.0. You're also going to get the pack that has a deodorizer. Why are you going to get these things? Because I'm telling you, it works. You may not think your balls stink, but they probably do. You may think that your balls aren't hairy, but they probably are. Listen, I was that guy, and now I got smooth, fresh balls. Be just like me. Go to Manscaped.com, use the code WORST to get 20% off of free shipping, and your balls will thank you. And so will your significant other. Men, ladies, use it. It's actually going to help you out in the long run. Promise you that. Manscaped.com. Hey, y'all, I'm Kix Brooks. I'm Ronnie Dunn. And we're wishing you a happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Bud Light Seltzer webcams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z show. Your emails, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Friday Fail Stories coming up. Will the fake results coming up with Donnie Fandango? We'll blow out the rest of our prizes. Got a pretty good game to play today. Boy, somebody on that uh, Nextdoor app. You guys on that Nextdoor app? Uh, I get their emails. I go, there's that again. (laughs) Well, somebody posted a picture of a snake. Like, hey, what's this snake? It was in my my neighborhood. Mm. And, uh, or as we call them now, nope ropes. Nope ropes. (laughs) And to me, every snake's a cobra, by Mm -hmm. the way. Yeah. That's what you said. Actually. You know what? That's a good default because if it is, you're prepared. If not, it's not as bad. You're right. That's what you said. You got my attention when you go, look at this cobra that somebody found in the neighborhood. I was like, what? Show me. Well, I th- I'd ask Moon. You know, Moon Moon's been you know in the in the woods, uh, you know, a lot hiking and camping and doing that stuff. And I said, what what kind of snake is this? And uh, you pulled out that that app. Yeah, I did have a guess though before I. What did you say? It was a rat snake. Yeah, I was like, that looks like a rat snake. So even off a picture, you pulled out this app. It, it's the app is called Seek. Yeah. And just just the picture, he pointed the app, pointed his phone, and you know the app was open mm-hmm. uh, at the at the picture of the snake. And man, it came up. Mm-hmm. That's pretty neat. Uh, I think it's wonderful. 
It's great, and it works li- it live. I mean, it's far better if you if you can yeah, kind you of see a real thing. yeah move it around in, in in real time in real action, and it will break it down to the the family, the species species, you know, and it gets all the way down I just wanna, to I, you know what you just say for me, not a cobra. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be okay. Yeah. I pointed my app at it and did a picture. It said it was John Holmes. So <laughs> I don't know if it's the same. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's got it's got uh, yeah, it's got five stars, huh? Yeah, man. Five star rated app. Is it? Uh, excuse my ignorance. Is it just for snakes or is it just animals? Oh, no, no, it's, it's, Identify it's plants and animals. Yeah, it'll do flowers. It'll do uh, insects. I mean, it does everything. I've had maybe one or two issues where it really can't kind of get something, uh, and that's usually from, like I said, a photo. I just don't have enough angles. And it was struggling with the photo, but it eventually got it. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's amazing. Yeah, the, the, and that's we have no affiliation with this. It's uh, Seek by iNaturalist. Yeah, and I got turned on to it because— Identify uh, plants and animals. My neighbor was having a bonfire. We were just hanging out. One of his buddies, uh, we were talking about— I think I had actually just caught a snake or something, and I was showing it around like, hey, do you guys know what this is? Because it's one of those, I knew it was one of those species in Missouri that acts like a rattlesnake and, mm. it like, you know, rattles its tail. And that's what this was doing in my hands. And uh, and he's like, oh, dude, I got this app. And he showed me the app, and ever since, I've been hooked. You know what it is? It's Shazam for animals and plants. Yeah. You know, the yeah, I wish we had one of those cool. for humans. So, like, if you're talking to somebody, you can't remember the name, just go, boop. Oh, yes, Steve. <laughs> Steve. Hang on, I got a so text. Steve. Oh, hey, Steve. What kind of human is this, Steve? Oh, oh no, yeah, you hey, point Steve. at the, it's a Missouri douchebag. There you go. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or that. <laughs> Genus, Missouri. Yeah. Mm. Family, douchebag. Uh, it's, so, hang on, it's, ah. it's, it's, it's narrowing it down. Midwestern jerk, Midwestern jerk. Mid- Missouri douchebag. Yes. There, there, there we go. Lock it in. There it is. Post. Yeah, this is, you know, the Shazam app. You know, if you hear a song or something, you hold up the Shazam app mm-hmm. and it'll tell you what song it is. And, and speaking of that, um, Google, this is crazy what they're doing. Google just released a new search feature where you could hum, you could hum a tune. And they'll give you some suggestions on what the song will be. Oh, that's awesome. That's a dream come true. We've been talking about that since we were kids. You don't even have to be humming it well. Although, I mean, that would definitely help kind of zero in on the song. You could also sing or whistle. And it's going to try to figure out what song it is for you. Wow, dude. You'll have to have the latest version of the Google app or or the Google uh, search widget. And you'll have to grant access to your microphone. And then you just tap the mic icon and say, what's this song? Or click the search a song button. And after you hum, the algorithm will give you possible song matches. Wow. That's amazing. It is. Am- I hate that it's Google doing it, but I'm sure, uh, you know, other people will grab onto the technology. That's amazing. This is this is us in the 80s and 90s calling radio station going, uh, uh, guys, I'm, song? I know you're working really hard and I'm sorry to bother you, but can you tell me this song that goes, you know, and get out of here. When I first started this radio station doing nights, I mean, I, I'd get five or six of those calls a night. Dude, yeah. that's why I got into radio, because I got off on playing a song and having somebody go, what is What is, is that? that song? Because yeah. that literally, that's what my dad did to me in the car. He would play a song, and normally it was Casey, and I'd be like, what is that? And he would explain everything to me, the band, where they were from, everything he mm-hmm. knew, and that's how I got my love of music, and I just wanted to do that on the radio. Now just to hum or whistle a song into your Google device. Every song is Crash Test Dummies. 
<laughs> that song. Yeah, they're gonna be the most popular band on Google. They're the ones yeah. who came up with this album. At least during dinner time. Yeah, how do we resurrect? Our, you can. How do we resurrect our career, guys, and crash test dummies? Hmm. That's, good. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That technology is, is amazing. We got guys on, you know, guys in jetpacks flying close to LAX. We can. Yeah. Hum tunes into our uh, into our phones, and it'll figure out what song it is. Man, you can fly up through the air like Iron Man, and then hum a song into your watch. Yep, <laughs> yep. All right, today is October sixteenth. Back of the day, two hundred twenty-seven years ago, seventeen ninety-three. Queen Marie Antoinette was beheaded via the guillotine at the uh, at the time of the French Resolu uh, Revolution, and she's most famous for saying what? Let them eat cake. Mm. Didn't know that. Let them eat cake when our subjects were starving uh, and dying. Wasn't that a misquote, though? Yeah, it's pre pretty much any historian will tell you that never that never happened. Like she never said that. But it's it's still famous. Let them eat cake is attributed to Marie Antoinette. Uh, Ninety-seven years ago, nineteen twenty-three, Walt Disney launched an empire when he founded the Disney Brothers Cartoon Studio with his with his brother Roy, Roy Disney. The Disney Plus uh, Imagineers is talks that, about is that, this. Yeah. Oh man, what a wonderful, what a wonderful documentary on the whole start of that. I didn't know half of those mm -hmm. details, and it's interesting. Uh, Forty-seven years ago, nineteen seventy-three, Menard Jackson was elected to office in Atlanta, Georgia, becoming the first black mayor of Atlanta or any other major southern city. Forty-two years ago, nineteen seventy-eight, Pope John Paul II was picked. Cardinal Carol. I don't know how I don't know how you say his last name. Which one? The current P J P two. Carol, it's W O J T Y L A. Polish guy. Well, P J P two was selected. He was the first uh, non-Italian pope in over four hundred years, and he passed away uh, April of twenty uh, twenty oh five. Oh yeah, it's got that. It's got that. J in it and an L with a with it's a, cross a J T through it. Y L A. Huh? I'm not even gonna try. Nope, no reason. For God's to. sakes, the guy's a saint now. <laughs> Yoitila? What? Wotila? Wotila. Maybe that's how you say it. Hmm. Carol with a K. Carol Wotia. I don't know. He was canonized as a saint back in uh, back in 2014, so I ain't screwing with that. No, no, no. Uh, 33 years ago, 1987, rescuers in Midland, Texas, pulled. 18-month-old baby Jessica out of the well. She'd fallen into 58 years earlier. 58 oh, years earlier? I'm sorry, 58 hours okay. earlier. Oh, yeah, she was really old when they got her out. <laughs> Record. Uh, they pulled her out and gave her an AARP card right away. You want, you want to do the pronunciation? Here we go. Let's Hit see. it. Hit it. Let's see. If, oh, no. Oh, it. it's an ad. An ad. Hang on. Hang on. We, we got an ad. Uh, 28 years ago, 1992. You may remember this. Uh, George Harrison. Eric Clapton, Neil Young, and others saluted Bob Dylan at Madison Square Garden. The highlight of the night was when Sinead O'Connor was booed off the stage for that earlier incident on Saturday Night Live when she tore up the Pope's picture. She defiantly screamed a war chant at the unruly crowd, then left the stage with her head held high before crying in Chris Christopherson's arms. Mm. All right, here we go. This is the Pope. PJP2. Carol Wojtyla. Mm, that makes it. Huh? That's what yeah. I said. Wojtyla. Wojtyla. Carol Wojtyla. Okay. Wojtyla. Yeah, Roy Tivov. 
Pope's a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. PJP2 will go with. Yeah. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger, protecting people and property from pests since 1965. I will give you an update on the crash test dummies. Uh, I just looked at their website, and this year they were supposed to do their 25th anniversary tour. The crash, crash test, test dummies. dummies. Yeah, you know how they all had long hair? They all have short hair now. And one of the guys in their promo picture, honestly, it looks like the look on his face is he's going, hmm. In the mm. picture, he's going, hmm. And the other guy's going, hmm. Yeah, it's, they look good, man. They were supposed, <laughs> so they rescheduled everything to 2021, and they're coming to Kansas City. Kansas City. The Missouri. crash test dummies. Yes, the crash test dummies are crazy. 25th they anniversary had, uh, tour. They had the mm-mm song, and then. The follow-up was, uh-huh. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Chadwick Boseman's death, obviously a big surprise to many because he kept the colon cancer a secret. Also, shockingly, he had no will. Uh, his wife now has asked to, had to ask the court to put her in charge of his estate, which why wouldn't they? Uh, he only has three living relatives, his wife and his mom and dad. According to legal documents, and there, there's no way that this can be accurate, I'm sure there's something elsewhere, and it's a personal thing, but you would think he, was, he had made a lot of money. But according to legal documents, his estate is worth $939,000. That's wow. it. Oh. That's what, it, and it lists nine hundred thirty-six thousand dollars in quote personal property. So I'm sure he probably had something somewhere or whatever. Uh, but uh, yeah, crazy. Hmm. So luckily, there's not anybody really to fight over whatever he truly does have. Just his wife, and why a court wouldn't go? Yes, here's the estate. Uh, Adam Sandler seems to be a pretty good guy. Don't, don't you guys think so? Adam seems Sandler. That way. Yeah, Adam Sandler is also the way it's pronounced. Yes. Uh, and he takes care of his friends, all of his friends in his movies, you know, uh, the Rob Schneiders of the world and all that stuff. So I think you can look for the name Elena Pinto in a movie of his soon. Why? She was a news anchor on Channel 7 in Boston. She made an appearance in Sandler's uh, Hubie Halloween. Which she, is out now on Netflix, yeah. Yes, and it was just a cameo. She played a news person in the film, which was shot in uh, Massachusetts. Her character, like others in the fictional channel's studio, dressed as Harley Quinn for Halloween and cracked some jokes about the outfit. Here's the audio from her scene. Welcome back. You're watching Wake Up Boston, and it's October 31st, which is a special day across the country, but most especially in Salem, America's unofficial Halloween capital. And now Wake Up Boston's Tracy Phillips is live with the mayor of Salem, David Benson. And Tracy, you went with Harley Quinn, too? Sure did, Aaron. Only one day a year you get to show your ex what he's missing. Hey, you know it. So, and then the, the one at the end is the, is the yeah, real Yeah, the one that they throw anchor. it to the, yeah. to, to the reporter out in the field. And she, like I said, actual news person, or was, she tweeted yesterday that she was fired because of that. She inadvertently violated her contract. She's not upset about it. She's like, I didn't realize that that was going to do it. I love all the support. I'm, my apologies. And they fired her. Huh? Yeah, and they fired her. I'm the guy that thinks if Adam Sandler gets wind of that, She's either going to get another news job, a bigger, better one, because she's, you know, she's has this story. She's yeah, not horrible, or or Adam Sandler's going to throw her in another movie. It's an unfor- it's an unfortunate thing, but yeah, I see. Is he obligated to do anything? No, he's know. certainly. But is he obligated to put Rob Schneider in every movie? Well, I think he puts all those people in the same movies because he likes working with them. Yeah, and Schneider's great. He's always getting slighted on this. No, in, I think show, he's fantastic in every Not single. Not from this guy. <laughs> oh yeah, you're the one that started it. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> 
I he's really Rob good Schneider. in every movie mm-hmm. that's handed and to Alan him. Covert and David Spade and all of his uh, other friends. Who's a fan of Colin Jost uh, on the uh, SNL Weekend Since Update? Since I just read his book, I've become a fan. So you weren't before. You're just not more really. Of a fan. really? I, I was. It was more of a eh. Yeah. But I read. I just read his recent book, uh, which is very good. Yeah. And I've become more of a fan. Uh, well, he has been on. He's been on doing the the news desk there for quite a while. And as a guy who doesn't watch the whole program, but I make sure that I tune in for the news update, you get kind of connected to these people. You know, especially if they're there for a few years, you like their humor, you like the way they do everything. If they have chemistry, that sort of thing. So he was on Ellen yesterday because there are rumors that he's leaving the show. I don't have a real timeline. I just mean like I started to potentially psychologically brace for the concept of leaving, which I hadn't really done, and I don't really know. I certainly quarantine makes you appreciate having any job <laughs> and and very much appreciating having friends that you get to work with and enjoy seeing. So I'm certainly no rush to leave, but at some point there's other things I want to do and that's kind of what I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to do. Now, just to even leave the house if you're married to Scarlett Johansson, bra- I know, bravo, I sir. He talks about all this stuff in the book and he talks about his mom was the... Um, was was involved in 9/11. I think she was um, the head doctor for the FDNY. Holy cow! So she wow. was at the scene oh, when the towers fell. Saw. Oh my gosh! And uh, yeah, somebody pulled her to safety, and it was a a whole a whole thing. She was like one of the first on the scene. Wow. This, I know this is tough to, to do off the top of your head, so I have a list of the uh, of sixty of the top sixteen from Ranker.com, your favorite anchors on Weekend Update from SNL. Another guy's and uh, that I've grown to appreciate more is, is um, Colin Quinn. Yeah, yeah, me who was, too. Who was a Weekend Update guy? So, I'm just reading his book so it's called your, Overstated. So all the Collins are finally coming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really appreciating all the Collins. <laughs> what about Colin Farrell? Are you a fan? I like Colin Farrell, okay. too. Well, so Colin, Colin Quinn's, Quinn, t- his time was only two years on there. He comes in 14th on the list. Do you know he started in 2005? That dude has been on SNL since 2005. Mostly as a writer until like 2012, 2014, yeah, whatever it was. But yeah. isn't that crazy? Like, I I mean, that's a long, long time. A lot of them, a lot of them, especially the people who wind up at the news anchor desk, start as start as writers behind the scenes, just, as you know. I mean, it's just yeah. crazy because the guy looks 30. Yeah. 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 You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So Colin Quinn's new book is called Overstated. And it's really well written, and it's about it's a co- it, it says on the on the cover a coast to coast roast of the fifty states. So he goes through every state and roasts every state. Oh, that's fun. That's funny. So number sixteen on this list is I didn't even remember this. Horatio Sands did it for one year in two thousand five with Amy Poehler. I don't remember that. Colin Jost and Cicely, uh, Cecily Strong did it in 2014. I always thought she was good. She didn't do it for very long. She yeah, did it a couple they, of different times. They wanted her in the sketches. That's why yeah. they. She, that's why they made her stop doing it. Yeah. 13th on the list: uh, Cecily Strong and Seth Meyers. Then remember Kevin Nealon did it for a while. I love yeah, Kevin. I like him. He did it for three yeah. years. Two years, uh, Bill Murray did it, 78, 79, and 80, so I guess... Kevin Nealon was. I'm Kevin Nealon. That's news to me. Yeah. Was that his sign-off? Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, um, just about all of them had some sort of signature sign-off. I remember Dennis Miller's was that he would write on his piece of paper and, and I go like am that. And here. And he would go... Like he was signing it. Uh, let's see. Kevin Nealon, Bill Murray, Jimmy Fallon, and Tina Fey, all the way down to number 10. I, I thought they were better together than that. They did it for four years. Uh, Dan Aykroyd by himself. Seth Meyers by himself, Jane Curtin by herself, Emmy Poehler and Seth Meyers again. Uh, they're uh, 06 to 08. 
Chevy Chase by himself. Mm-hmm. And then the current uh, matchup is number four. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, number three. Dennis Miller comes in at number two. And who have I not mentioned? Norm number McDonald. Norm yep. McDonald. 94 to 97. He was fantastic. Who's your favorite? Dennis Miller was great. I think Norm was my favorite just because it made it seem like it almost felt like I was in a sketch about the news, which I know is what it's kind of designed for, but Norm... His like, delivery. It was all about his delivery. Yeah, it, it was. It was like his thing. And strangely enough, it just seemed like it wasn't Weekend Update. You remember uh, Chevy Chase's start or opening and closing? I'm Chevy Chase, and here's the fake news. I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. And then the ending was, I'm Chevy Chase, and you're not. Yes. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Who uh, was your favorite? Oh, mine was is probably the Jimmy Fallon, uh, Tina Fey, or Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. One of those two. Scott, what about you? Oh, Norm McDonald for sure. I still go back on YouTube and watch his updates. They're amazing. The reason because you don't have a garage to go hang out in. That's true. The reason I don't think I liked Fallon is because I felt like he was doing it as a late-night host, which is exactly what he's doing now as a late-night host, which totally fits, in my opinion. Seth Meyers is is his late-night show. That's all it is. It's it's headline goo. Yeah, and same for for Fallon, just with, you know, all the shtick and the social media stuff. And and I think that's why I didn't like him. I like the older ones. I like Kevin Nealon, and I liked... uh, Dennis Miller. If you go back old school and go Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin, some of that's fantastic too, especially when they do the Jane, you ignorant, misguided slut. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, so good. Jane, you ignorant slut. Yeah. Uh, someone DM'd me about this, and it was all over social media, but rumors are not true that Dustin Diamond, a.k.a. Screech from Saved by the Bell, died in a prison riot <laughs> at the age of 40. Quick, quickly, real quick answer. Is he in prison right now? Yes or no? Go. No. No. Thank uh, you for I'll, doing it quickly. I'll say yes. He is not in prison. He <laughs> did do a few months behind bars. Remember when he pulled the knife on somebody at a, at a, in a bar because they said something about his wife or, well, or something to that effect? I think they stepped up and he stabbed somebody. Yeah. And, and remember he, he was on the show and I was like, hey, did that happen? He goes, no. And then I think a week or two later, he was. He what was his St. Louis connection with all that? There was uh, some sort no. of movie that he did. That was, well, he, yeah, it was a movie at Westport. It was supposedly a porno. Oh, yeah, okay. the boop. That's what it was. It was, a, yeah. yeah. It was a porno shot at Westport Plaza when he was here for some reason. That whole thing chicks. That whole thing with the knife and he lied about it and he went to jail five years ago. Wow. Yeah, so the story says that during a prison riot, quote, an unknown man pulled out a shank and stuck it in Dustin's neck, severing the carotid artery, yeah. causing dramatic loss of blood, resulting in his death. Uh, the family is asking for donations to help pay off strip clubs and bar bills that he owes. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> so good. Uh, but for better or for worse, he is not dead. Uh, there's rumors going around that former Spider-Man uh, stars Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire will make an appearance in Spider-Man 3 along with Tom Tom Holland. That's what my, my son was all psyched about this yesterday. He's been going back and watching the, uh, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans. Mm. Or Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man's. The studio not denying it. But they're not confirming it either. Those quote those rumored castings are not confirmed. And it'd be something, and here's how they would do it. Doctor Strange is going to be in the new Spider-Man, would somehow go to alternate universes and bring other Spider-Men. Yeah, it says here Doctor Strange would time travel and then bring them all together. Yeah. So. It's a lot of web flying around, man. That'd be pretty neat. <laughs> oh, I'm, hey, listen, I'm down. Yeah, it's a lot of traffic up there in the mm-hmm. uh, high-rises. Hey, Spider-Man. What's up, Spider-Man? Uh, I will describe a movie from 1994 to see if you guys can guess it. If not, the trailer is in there, okay? Uh, a, a teenage boy living in a trailer park who used video games as a way to disappear from his humdrum life. 
When he becomes the highest scoring player in an arcade game, the boy is kidnapped by an alien and learns that the game is actually a training simulator for a real-life interplanetary conflict. Oh, that's one of my favorite movies ever. And he's ever. been drafted into the is war. Is this a Fred Savage movie? No, this no. is The Last Starfighter. Oh, is that what it is? The Last yeah. Starfighter? Last for Star sure. Fighter. That's one of my faves. I was hoping one of you guys would have glommed onto this particular Which is the movie. one with Fred Savage where it's the, he's got the power glove? Uh, that's uh, The Wizard? Maybe that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. that's when that's his video game championship. This is a guy who lives in like a trailer park and he does this arcade game. The trailer's in there if you want to at least listen to a little bit of it. It's it's this, phenomenal. This is a complete redo of the last I'll Starfighter. I'll tell you in just a second. <gasps> I don't know if I remember this. Come on, Alex, they're here. Yeah. Alex Rogan had a dream. You really are leaving here, aren't you? To be as far away from here as possible. You get your chance. It's funny you say when that. it comes, you gotta grab it with both hands. It started with a game. You can listen to those old school oh, yeah. video game yeah. sounds. Yeah. A Buster record. But it wasn't just any game. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Sur and the Kodan Armada. Centauri's the name. We have to talk about a matter of utmost importance. Step I don't, I don't, dude. I don't remember that movie. It, it, it was not hugely popular, but my dad showed it to me when I was a kid. I showed, my son loves this movie, and it's one of our favorites. It's, it, it's funny you can tell the, 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 how old it is because the bad guys and the planets and everything all start with Z. Yeah, Zorg. Zor and Zoltan and <laughs> Zingazangu. So it's called Last Starfighter. The Last, Last Starfighter. Starfighter yeah. yeah, 1984. So they are while you're looking at it, they're doing a sequel. And to your question, Moon, the lead characters are now going to be parents. And it's going to be updated to present time and all that stuff. Oh That's my God, so awesome. Yeah, That's so awesome. And by the way, the ending credits of the theatrical release in 84 promised a video game based on the movie by Atari. And it would have been, as a matter of fact, their first ever 3D game from Atari. And then Atari saw all the film and went, eh, never mind. No, oh, thank no. Yeah, boy, zero really famous people in this movie. Yeah, that oh, was yes. the uh, the, the girl who played Maggie. I think she she was in a few other things after that. Catherine Mary Stewart. Yes. Three first names. Yes. Catherine Mary. The only reason why I say that is the updated picture of her. She looks familiar, like I may have seen her in something. I think Centauri. The, the and she has done a topless scene, by the way. I looked that up. <laughs> the alien guy, I think, was some actor. I'm sure he's dead. Now, yeah, he but. was the stand-in for Chewbacca in Star Wars. Are you being serious? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I, I, I think that was some sort of like semi-famous. The guy that 60s. pulled up in the car and said, "Hey, get him, come in my office." When he when they first get him, that guy, because he looked familiar to me too. No, this is the guy that's in the makeup who looks like a oh okay like a toad. Gotcha. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't see any any familiar names, but okay. No. Guy looks like Toad. Uh, if you <laughs> Robert Preston it. is the guy. He uh, was a, he was in the Music Man and uh, a bunch of other stuff in fifties and sixties. That's why. If you like stand-up comedy, great new movie, or at least it looks like a good new movie out today uh, that'll really give you the feeling of what it's like to be a stand-up. It's got an all-star cast. It's called The Opening Act. Jimmy O. Yang is the main character, Cedric the Entertainer. Ken Jimmy O. Jong. Yang's from, uh, from Silicon Valley. Is, uh, oh, yeah. Chin Yang? Yeah, I I, uh, I just started watching his, um, his stand-up. Dude, funny. this movie looks terrific. And by the way, half the cast has been on the show at some point. Yeah, Bill Burr, uh, Whitney Cummings, Russell Peters, uh, Alex Moffat, 
It looks fantastic. It's coming out on Amazon Prime. I guess it is today, October the 16th. And it's basically the life of a stand-up comic, including a scene where the stand-up comic is promoting their show, so they go into morning radio. Yeah. They go to a morning radio show. And by the way, I got to give a shout out to uh, Burt Kreischer. He's got a new show on Netflix called The Cabin. And talk about everybody who's been on this show. Yeah. So the first episode is, and and the the premise is, Burt's wife wants him to take a break from the road and kind of reconnect and kind of heal himself. So he goes off into the cabin somewhere in the woods and he invites his stand-up friends to come do like holistic cleansing and stuff like that. So the first episode is Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura, and Joey Diaz. <laughs> the second episode is Nikki Glaser with um, Caitlyn Jenner. And the third episode is Donnell Rawlings, who we had on the show from The Chappelle Show. And um, from Mad TV, what the hell's the name? Uh, Bobby Lee. And they try to give each other coffee enemas. I was <laughs> laughing oh, to myself. I, you told me I put it in my calendar to make sure I watch it this weekend. Speaking like, it'll of pop up, I'll go. Oh, because every just hilarious. about every weekend when I pull out my computer and I go on Netflix, I'm like, what did everybody say to watch? And I can never remember. The cabin. The cabin. Uh, Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Uh, Slipknot is inked up from toe to neck, but not his face. You'll never see a face tattoo. Because he was asked, and he said, no, thank you. Would you ever consider getting a, a face tattoo? Never. Ne- never. <laughs> I get it, you know. Uh, a face tattoo is no different than a nipple piercing from 20 years ago, 30 years ago anyway. You end up looking like a, a notebook from high school. <laughs> no, you know, the, the thing, the spine, the yeah. that sort of thing. To me, the worst ever feeling tattoo I ever got was either in the arm ditch or whatever this would be, the bicep area, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, that's not hurts. Yeah, he was asked what area was was his worst. Oh, my God, the chest. My chest tattoo took uh, two sittings. The gray and white wash side was pretty simple. I mean, we did that in about two hours. This side took, if I remember correctly, seven hours. Wow. And it was, it was some of the worst, most painful drilling I've ever felt. Because when, because you're getting drilled here, mm-hmm. you're yeah. feeling it, yeah, all through your arms, up into your neck. And I would just remember just being paralyzed, and I just kept going, "Are we done yet?" Mm. <laughs> That's how the ribs were for me, man. Ribs are gnarly. Have you ever felt it when you're getting a tattoo and you feel it oh, shooting yeah. somewhere else? That's what it was with the what they call the ditch here on the arm. Oh, oh. Or I guess it was on that side. Uh, lesbian team vampires are coming to Netflix. Uh, relax, Scott. Okay. It's not. Uh, it's it's more of like a young adult vampire fiction than hey, I got thirty minutes to myself. Netflix is developing a show based on a short story called First Kill. It's about a teenage vampire named Juliet who has to make her first kill so she can take her place among the powerful vampire family. Chooses a new girl in town, and instead of killing her. They fall in love. Oh. No word on the premiere date. I'll keep you posted, Scott. All right. Yeah. Celebrities celebrating birthdays this weekend. Zach Efron and his six-pack abs are 33. Mm. Rogue One star. She also played Ruth Bader Ginsburg on The Basis of Sex. She was uh, Stephen Hawking's wife in The Theory of Everything. Felicity Jones is 37. I like her. Yep. Uh, singer John Mayer is 43. Born Marshall Mathers III. Eminem is? Ooh, 45. 43. 41. 48. Eight. Uh, Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC is 49. Wyclef Jean from the Fugees is 51. 
Red Hot Chili Peppers bassist Flea. How old do you think he is? Oh, 62. I was going to say older than you think. Is he 60 yet? Yeah, he's 61. I'll say 60. He's 58. Oh, crud. So is the genius creator of Office Space, Beavis and Butthead, King of the Hill, Mike Judge, turns 58. Jean-Claude Van Damme is 60. Just talked about this guy. Norm MacDonald turned 61 this weekend. Nice. Country superstar Alan Jackson is 62. Actor Tim Robbins is 62 this weekend. One of the best tennis players of all time, Martina Navratilova, is 64. Hey, speaking of Tim Robbins, have you seen Arlington Road yet? No, I've not. Mark it down. Yep, put it down. Arlington Road. Arlington Road. You gotta watch it. I will. Put it in my calendar. Okay, thank you. Norman Cheers. George Went is 72. Spinal Tap lead singer and guitarist David St. Humbins. Uh, Michael McKeon is 73. <laughs> I love him. Bob Weir from The Grateful Dead is 73. Suzanne Summers is 74. Mike Ditka is 81. Jeez. Marianne on Gilligan's Island. Don Wells is 82. And Angela Lansbury. Just starting to look old. <laughs> yeah, She's finally. been old forever. That's what I mean. Like bed knobs and broomsticks. She looked old. And she was like my age then, which is How insane. How old is Angela Lansbury so, this weekend? Here, uh, before you guess, Jeff, look, this is a picture from her about four years ago. Four, yeah, three, four years ago on oh, some man, show that she, she was doing. Really old. I mean, she's made up to look a little older, I would imagine. No. No, I'd nah. say she's 91. Is she still writing about murder or no? <laughs> Do we know? No, murder she wrote, not murder she is writing. Oh. Uh, I'm going to say 94. Scott, you were pretty close on her age when this photo was taken. Yeah, she's 95 this week. Uh, she Man, could solve a murder sexy. in 30 minutes plus commercials. Unbelievable. Yeah, pretty crazy. And it yeah. would have been uh, Chuck Berry's birthday on Sunday. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Terry Starr. And today's birthday girl has been driven into the ground harder than a quarterback on a Sunday afternoon in 210 wow. fine films, including Big Tool Time. <laughs> Stop giggling, Scott. She was in Bootylicious, Volume 29, Slap My Bitch Up. Yep. Brown-Eyed Blondes, Caught from Behind, Volume 30. Farmer's Daughters Do Hollywood. She was in Stop My Asses on Fire, Volume yeah, 1. Okay. Hot Bods and Tailpipe, Volumes 2 and 4. And who could forget her unforgettable <laughs> role She needed in- a break for three. <laughs> <laughs> who could forget Terry Starr's unforgettable role in Friction Addiction? Uh, huh. Terry Starr is 44 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthdays, and that is your... Crap on celebrities. All right, after the break, we got to talk to Terry. You would talk to Terry Starr. She's standing over there. If you'd like to. <laughs> yeah, that was after she was in uh, Caught from Behind, uh-huh. Volume Thirty. She said, "Never again will I be caught from behind." <laughs> so after the break, we're going to play Minor League Baseball Team or Ron Jeremy Movie. <laughs> so, uh, dear, dear Moon over here. Well, that's me, dear, 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 dear Moon. We'll give you a name, and you have to tell us if this is a legit minor league baseball team. You know the minor league teams have some weird names. Mm -hmm. Uh Is it a minor league baseball team, or is it a Ron Jeremy movie? (laughs) I have a hint. That's not on our list. It's not going to take away. I mean, not a hint. An example. Go ahead. Example. Scott, is this Scott's favorite minor league baseball team or Scott's favorite Ron Jeremy film? The Hoots. (laughs) The Hoots. I think I actually know the answer to that. Now, I'm going to say that is a minor league baseball team. It is a minor league baseball team. They took over it, for uh, where the Rascals play. Oh, do they? Yeah, home of the Hoots. Mm. That's, That's how right. I've heard yeah, that yeah. before. Okay. So you guys on the phone, uh, two out of three right, you win. 
Ron's movie is called The Scoots. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, the, the Franken-penis. Right. Is that, is that a <laughs> the Sacramento Franken-penises. <laughs> or the Franken-penis. Franken-penis. Yeah, Franken that, that would be a Ron Jeremy movie. Franken-penis. We will play Minor League Baseball Team or Ron Jeremy movie next. Yo, it's Joey Coco Diaz, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. And hey, happy birthday. Hey. Hey, yo. You just mentioned him. Yeah, yeah, he's in uh, Burt Kreischer's new show, episode one. Uh, Moon just uh, just told me, I guess, about this uh, this chimpanzee situation in well, Festus. Yeah, I, oh, shoot, I forgot her name, but she sent it to us on uh, on Instagram. Big article, and she uh, she commented, how do I say goodbye? Well, remember those chimps that escaped in August? Infestus? Infestus, yeah. I guess there's a chimpanzee kind of facility there. It's just infestus. I didn't see any chimpanzees. Are you okay? I think I'm going to be all right. Thank you for asking. I appreciate it. So, yeah, some chimps escaped, and they had to, you know, they had to get them back, and I guess a door wasn't locked, and this has happened mm-hmm. before. And In fact, this particular facility is where uh, the chimp came from, the one that ripped the woman's face off. Oh, yeah, that's right. Headline, chimps to leave Festus facility and settlement resulting from PETA lawsuit. And this is from stltoday.com. A chimpanzee facility near Festus has agreed to give up four of its primates in a deal to settle four-year-old claims that the animals were being held in unsafe and unsanitary conditions. Three remaining chimps will be heading to southeast Missouri. So I guess Peter brought this lawsuit against the uh, this mm-hmm. facility. And uh, I guess no more chimps in... No more chimps in Festus. That was quite the way to do directions in Festus, too. You go down to the chimp thing and take a left. Yeah, that's (laughs) it. Now you can't do that. That's it. Where the chimps used to be and take a left. Andrea sent us the article and said, sad day for Festus. How do I say goodbye? In 2016, PETA made their allegations uh, about the facility at 12338 Highway CC in a YouTube video after being contacted by a former volunteer there. The group said that the facility was used to breed chimps that were sold to roadside attractions and used in movies or on Hallmark cards. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you got all those, you know, those goofy, funny... Oh, just like pictures of. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like here's a chimp in a hat. Right. Happy Valentine's I Day. I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you say goodbye? I don't know if you live in Festus. I don't know. I'm I think sure. you just got something like... Uh... Ah! Yep. That's, That's it. it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> That's it. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- All right, we got some free stuff. We've got one four-pack of passes to uh, Hollowfest over at Six Flags St. Louis. Experience haunted attractions, all the signature roller coasters at high speeds and total darkness, and much, much more for the entire family in a safe and spooky environment. Hollowfest happening weekends now through November 1st at Six Flags St. Louis. And we have a bunch of these Fast Play Fast Packs with $25 worth of Illinois lottery tickets. Fast Play is the newest and fastest way to play the Illinois lottery. There are no numbers to pick, no scratching, no waiting. Just pick your game and play. Be smart, play smart. Must be 18 or older to play. So the game we're playing is Minor League Baseball Team or Ron Jeremy Movie. 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833 if you'd like to play. Moon will give you a name. That's right. And you have to tell us if it's a legit minor league baseball team or a legit Ron Jeremy movie. Yeah, I'm going to give you the name, uh, you know, like uh, the mascots. Like we were talking about the River City Rascals and the Hoots. I'm not going to say the River City Rascals. I would just say Rascals Mm -hmm. or Hoots. Yeah. 
Ron Jeremy movie or minor league baseball team. Two out of three right, you win. All right, here we go. Let's go to Chuck and Barnhart. Good morning, Chuck. Hey, good morning, guys. Love the show. Three out of five stars. <laughs> Thank, you, <Tanner. laughs> Thank you kindly. All right, here we go. <laughs> all righty. Is this a minor league baseball team or a Ron Jeremy movie? And I just said all righty. I started like all Scott. All righty. Here we go. Iron Pigs. <laughs> Iron Pigs. We'll go uh, baseball. That is a baseball team. Yeah. There you go on the board. That's right. Minor from? league team from Allentown, Pennsylvania. The Allentown Iron Pigs. Here we go. Next one. Chuck, here we go. Rail Raiders. Rail Raiders. Ooh. I'm going to go Ron Jeremy. That is... Ooh. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, whoa. Sorry. Oh, hey, hey. Whoa, no, no. Hell down. Sorry, that is a minor league baseball team. Yeah, from Moosick, Pennsylvania. Moosick. All right, Chuck, here's your final one. You get this right, you win. How about Blue Fire? I'll go Ron Jeremy again. That is a Ron Jeremy movie. All right. All right, Chuck, what do you want? Oh, I'll take the uh, lottery ticket. Lottery tickets from the Illinois Lottery. Fast play, fast pack. Hang Good luck, buddy. Second. Good luck. All right, let's go to Byron in St. Louis. Good morning, Byron. Good morning. All right, here we go. Minor League Baseball team or Ron Jeremy movie? What up, Byron? Mud Hens. Mud Hens. Let's go baseball. Toledo? Toledo? Toledo, Ohio. Yes, they are from Toledo. How would I know that? You had a Mud Hens hat. No. Uh, uh, what's his nuts from MASH? That's where he was from. Uh, the guy who cross-dressed. Jamie Farr's character. Mm. He was he was Radar? from Toledo. No, the other guy. The guy with the big nose. He always had a Toledo Mud Hens hat on. Yeah. No way. Okay, how about this? Paradise. Paradise. Let's go Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy! Nice. Byron is a winner. All right, you want the six flag passes or the uh, Illinois lottery tickets? Uh, let's do lottery. Lottery it is. Hang on one second. Byron. It was Klinger from MASH. Klinger. That's right. Uh, Mark, That's Pontoon right. Beach. Hello. Hey, guys. Happy uh, birthday, Riz. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, hey guys. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Pawn Brokers. Pawn Brokers. Ron Jeremy. Yep. Ron nice. Jeremy movie. Nice. The Pawn Brokers. That is right. How about this one? <laughs> rock hounds. Rock hounds. Sure, you spelled that right? Ron Jeremy. Mm, no, that is a minor house. league baseball Yo. team from Midland, Texas. Yeah, the Midland, Texas. Rock okay, hounds. all right. Let's, let's get in there, boys. Last one. Now, yeah. Dig in now. <sighs> Make a pitch to you now, okay? Don't help him out. Okay, okay. Good, okay. good luck. 66ers of San Bernardino. Ron Jeremy. Ooh, sorry. Yeah, that was a tough one. The 66ers of San Bernardino is a minor league baseball team from, anybody have a guess? Oakland, San California. Bernardino. <laughs> nope. San Bernardino. All right, Chris in East Alton. Good morning, Chris. Hey, good morning. All right, here we go. Ron Jeremy movie or minor league baseball Got a team. feeling this one's got a great song to it. Rawhides. Rawhides. Mm. Ron Jeremy. Oh, no, mm. there's a minor league baseball team from Visalia, California. Okay, you can make it up on this one. Precious Gems. Precious Gems. Ron Jeremy. Yep. There yeah, you go. Sure go. All right, last one. Here we go. You get this right, you win. You got it. Dirty Dixies. Dirty Dixies. Could you spell that? 
Nope. <laughs> uh, I want to say Ron Jeremy, but I got to go baseball. You're saying minor league baseball team that is a Ron Jeremy. Uh, oh, man. Darn it. Go with your gut on these guys. Dirty Go with your gut. Go with your gut. Ron Jeremy movie. <laughs> 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Jason in Warden. Hello. Happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, buddy. Here we go. Right. Jason, hellfire. Hellfire. Let's go minor league baseball. Ron Jeremy movie. Yeah, awesome. That'd be, be a cool team, though. <laughs> awesome. That'd be a cool jersey, though. Hellfire. Yeah. Right across it. Okay. Snappers. Snappers. Oh, let's go baseball. That is a minor league baseball team, indeed. Yeah. From uh, is it Beloit? Beloit, like Wisconsin? Beloit, Wisconsin. You got a you got a whistle though. Snappers. 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 Okay, how about uh, last one? Lumber Kings. Lumber Kings. Mm-hmm. Let's go baseball again. That is a minor league baseball team. Yeah. Well done. All right, uh, Jason. What do you want? Uh, lottery tickets. Lottery tickets for Jason. Hang on one second. That one I thought was a tough one. Yeah, I, very I don't tough think one. I would have got that. Very tough one. Uh, Ron Jeremy currently incarcerated, by the way. Yeah. All right, let's go to Steve in Waterloo. Waterloo, Steve. Hey, hey good Waterloo, morning, guys. Waterloo, good morning, Waterloo, Steve. What Here up, we go. Steve? Hot tails. Hot tails. Hot tails. Uh, let's go with Ron Jeremy. Yep. Hot <laughs> tails. A Ron Jeremy movie. <laughs> okay. Sand gnats. Sand gnats. Sounds like baseball. Is that what you're going with? Yes, sir. And you are right. Man. Waterloo Steve, what do you want? Uh, My wife wants to go to Six Flags, so let's do it. You got it. The last four pack of passes, they are for you, Steve. Hang on one second. Sand Nats. Can you believe being, I mean, can you imagine being traded to the Sand Nats? Sand Nats. At least you're playing the game. Yep. They're from uh, Savannah, Georgia. Savannah Sand Nats. Looking for some merch. That actually sounds cool, the Savannah Sand Nats. <laughs> All right, let's go to JC. Hello, JC. Hey. Hey, let's play. Okay, Jawbreakers. Jawbreakers. That's Ron Jeremy. <laughs> it is Ron Jeremy. It is. <laughs> A confident man. That's Ron Jeremy. <laughs> okay, uh, minor league baseball team or Ron Jeremy movie, Mystique. Baseball. <laughs> Mystique to Ron Jeremy movie. All right, last one, JC. Here we go. Ospreys. Ospreys. Uh, that's baseball. Yeah, it's a baseball team. Yeah, Missoula, Montana. All right, JC, got some lottery tickets. Uh, uh, one uh, one more contestant here, uh, Tori St. Clair. Hello. Hey. All right. Hey, Happy birthday, hey. Ruth. Hey, to Ooh, you. Hey. Okay, let's do uh, wing nuts. Ooh, that's going to be baseball. Yep. Yep, confidence. That's right. Wichita, Wichita Wingnuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about Rail Cats? Rail Cats. That's a tough one, but I'm going to go baseball again. That is a baseball team. Yeah. Right. Got another winner. Hang on. Corey. From Gary, Indiana. <laughs> Gary. The Gary Rail Cats. Gary, yeah. Rail Cats, a... Rail Raiders, all sorts of rail stuff. We got some winners. We got some losers. I think we all had fun there That's and learned something. Thank you all very much for playing. Up after the break, your Friday Fail Story. Yeah, folks, time for your Friday Fail Story. Yeah. So all these people thought they had a perfect plan. Somewhere along the line, that perfect plan went sideways. And it became an Uber, an ultra 
dare I say it, mega fail. Did you notice how we left a second there just for Tony? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah, was yeah. sweet. Yeah. yeah. You sounded great, boss. Thanks, man. Y'all sounded great. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Friday Fail Stories, sponsored by March Royce Jewelry, online at ninjabling.com. And speaking of jewelry, I was, uh, man, I was on the fence about this story, whether it's a fail story or not. I'm going to give it to you, and, and you let me know if I should hit the fail button or not. Guy walks into a jewelry store, wants to buy a gift for his wife. I, I should say, wants to buy a gift for... Not only his wife, but his mistress. And this Aww. guy was a cheater. So he's covering all his bases. That's nice. So he told the employee at the store that there was uh, there was an anniversary going on. It was a 10-year anniversary with his wife. And when the employee asked, uh, is, that, is it all you want? He goes, no, that's it for her. But I do want to make another purchase using a separate credit card. And could you possibly create a different account for me? So the employee then helped the man pick out a gift for a side piece with whom he was... Evidently celebrating a one-year anniversary with. I should mention the employee at the store was a woman. And in a kind of girl power thing, she boxed everything up and put the gifts in their respective bags. And he had her mark a K for Kristen on the bottom of the wife's bag and an L for Laura on the bottom of his girlfriend's bag. And then the employee accidentally mixed the bags up. Accidentally. Quote, unquote, accidentally. Oops. And I'm, I'm sure when the dude got home, he had some explaining to do. So, is that a fail on his part? I mean, I mean, the fail, I guess, is him doing that, but then also going and saying, hey, can you get one for her and one for her, right? Yeah. Or is it, is, uh, I don't know. Because we don't really know what happened when he got home. Uh, here's, here's, the, here's the employee talking about it on TikTok. Today, a man came in looking for a gift for his wife for their 10th year anniversary. And I said, anything else for you today? And he said, no, that's it for her. But I do want to make another purchase using a separate credit card. And could you possibly create a different account for me? And I said, sure. What are you looking for? And he said, do you have anything that says happy one year anniversary? And I said, Yes. He had me mark a K for Kristen on the bottom of his wife's bag and an L for Laura on the bottom of his girlfriend's bag. And I just remembered that his wife's name is Laura and his girlfriend's name is Kristen. I must have mixed up the bags. Oops. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm also like kind of not comfortable with her getting involved in the thing. No, either. man. Yeah, yeah that was brutal. my first thought, too. Well, not my first thought, but my thought right there at the end was, is it really her place to no, do that? No, maybe they have an open marriage. Yeah. Could be, too. Yeah. Maybe there's a, a, a completely different scenario you have no idea of. It's not, you know, I mean, like, you got to stay in your lane. I, I don't know how I feel about the story. Mm. I'm like, at first, I'm like, oh, she got him. Yeah. Cheater busted. The guy. Like, huh, he, he, yeah, he's... Probably a piece of crap. Guy sounds same, like a colossal turd, but... But at the same time, you know, you're an employee of a jewelry place. Yeah. Would the boss be pissed that you got involved? 100%. I mean, he's spending money. Well, yeah. He's spending money. Hell, have 15 girlfriends you got to get gifts exactly. for. Exactly. Yeah. Guess who's never coming back to your shop? This guy. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to give it half a fail. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good decision. <laughs> Half tuba, a fail on that. Tuba players over there with a half, hey! pan, you know, half lungs. <laughs> All right, there's nothing, there's nothing quite as deflating for a parent as giving your kid a treat and having them look at you 
Like, uh, man, you're you're terrible for giving me this. <laughs> Unless it turns out it's actually a terrible thing, which happened here. So a woman named Emily, she's from Lumberton, Texas, recently put up a, po- a post on Facebook about how angry she'd been getting because she would occasionally give her kids some Skittles as a treat. Like, all right, kids, you did good. You did all your chores. Here's a treat, some Skittles. Mm-hmm. And her kids would complain that they were terrible. And then after a month, she realized why. She was giving her kids accidentally the zombie Skittles. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Skittles is- sells these around Halloween time. And basically, it's a normal bag of Skittles, but with, with some that taste terrible and rotten mixed in. Yeah, it's almost like Skittles' version of being boozled. It's horrific. Have you had one of them? Um, I think we had them here. Yeah. Oh. And Emily says, uh, quote, they kept telling me they didn't like the Skittles, and I thought, well, I told them to either eat them or they wouldn't get any more candy ever again because they're ungrateful. Oops. Uh-oh. Failed. The, uh, we have a listener and a slash Instagram acquaintance uh, that uh, she either has or had COVID. And she was like, ooh, let me check out to see if this whole the, the taste bud thing goes away. And she was munching on these zombie skills. That's a thing now on, on social media. She was just like, yep, I don't taste anything. It's if you get the virus, you know, the, one of the things, your, your sense of taste go away. And people are on social media with videos of them eating the worst things because they can't taste them. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Crazy. a challenge. Mm-hmm. Well, she she apparently got the uh, I don't have any taste buds thing anymore because she was with almost through the whole bag. Uh, wow. Cops in uh, Forest, Mississippi spotted a man driving a pickup truck in a, quote, careless manner. This was last week. They pulled him over. Dude was acting all shady-like, and and the, uh, the cops asked to search a truck. No problem, officers. Go ahead, search the cab. Nothing inside. Oh, you want to search the bed of the truck? Oh, okay. Uh, inside the bed of the truck, there was a spare tire. Just a spare tire, huh? Nothing good, to see here. Good, good. Just a tire. Nope. An assisting deputy found 37 and a half pounds of meth. Estimated street value of $350,000. <sighs> <sighs> Guy was uh, charged with aggravated trafficking of methamphetamine. Why drive in a careless manner if you have 37 pounds of meth on you? Why is it called aggravated? Because he was upset that he got busted? Mm-hmm. He's aggravated. <laughs> hey, speaking real, real quick, you were talking about the uh, the candies. I forgot that I have a little treat from you from a friend of the show, Mark. Uh, he brought by that uh, the Bush dog brew for our dogs. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Awesome. It's, you know, I mean, it's not beer. It's, it's a pork. Isn't it like bone broth or yeah, something? Yeah, it's a pork broth or whatever. But uh, uh, I'll tell you, radio absolutely loved it. He had a great suggestion, too, and I'm glad he said it. Because otherwise, you're like, do I pour this into a water bowl? You pour, you just pour it over their food. Over their oh, food. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, radio was stoked. Oh, so yeah. thanks, thanks Mark. That. Thank you. Yeah, where's oh, thanks, mine? Mark. Where's mine? Uh, it's where's it's mine? in the car. Okay. All right. Before I get into this, I need to uh, to warn you people, this is a story that... If you're drinking a water bottle, put it down. <laughs> a guy in California is about to spend two and a half years in prison for placing his semen all over his female co-worker's computer, food jar, and water bottle. Oh and you don't mean uh, uh, one of the armed forces here? No, either. no, no. Okay. no. The guy, sailor? Was, the guy was allegedly obsessed with his co-worker, staring at her all day, ignoring HR complaints filed against him. Things got, quote-unquote, vengeful when the woman denied the guy's date request. Soon after, the female employee kept finding a, quote, cloudy white substance in her water bottle when arriving at work in the morning. 
And then she found the, quote, goo on her computer keyboard. And that's when HR set up a surveillance uh, camera and found the man smearing tissues filled with his... Yeah. Nancy'd all of her desk, including her water bottle, and a honey jar she used for tea. And the creep's attorney says that while highly inappropriate, his client was just angry and seeking revenge. You can't explain this away by using the word just. I'm sorry. Yeah, the judge, you may want to keep an eye on his own water bottle in the future, Mm. uh, sentences the guy to prison for multiple counts of misdemeanor assault and battery, and he will have to register as a sex offender as well. That didn't go as planned, did it? Certainly did not. Well, that'll show her. Mm-hmm. Deny my date request, huh? I'm going to turn my mic off. <laughs> uh, how about this one? A 53-year-old woman from Italy busted for spiking a co-worker's coffee for nine months straight, <laughs> hoping that the co-worker would be fired. So I guess this rotten woman came with a plan when she heard rumors about the job Doing some layoffs soon. And I guess this this other woman, they both worked for an insurance company, I guess was at the same level. So like one of them was going to go. So she started voluntarily making coffee runs every day. Like, oh, coffee run? I got it. I'll do it. The office coffee run? I got it. She would put, uh, and how do you pronounce this? Benzodiazepine. She put this stuff into her coworkers' cappuccinos. Isn't it like a like a? Uh, it's a benzo, right? I mean, it's like a sleep aid or something. Like, a, in some like way? allergy, something that's going to make you tired. Uh, Whatever it is, it no? causes fatigue, head, uh, headaches, dizziness, and muscle pains. So she figured she would spike this woman's cappuccinos every morning, so she wouldn't perform at the job as well and make herself look better. Yeah, the tranquilizer is used for anxiety, insomnia, seizures, <laughs> and muscle tension. <laughs> Holy smokes. Wow. That is like... That's not Benadryl. Never no, mind. No, you're going to get somebody killed, man. No, and the victim realized something was up one day when she drove into a tree on her oh, way home from work. Oh, man. Is she okay? She's fine, but the woman who, who's who been spiking the coffee will spend the next four years in fail jail. Failed. Forever in fail jail, but four years in real jail, yeah? So four they, years in real jail. Did yeah. they say which one got fired? Whoa. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that makes the uh, the layoffs easy, right? It makes the cuts yeah, easy. She, she uh, helps yeah. out. She's like, I'll quit, I guess. You know, if watching a billion cop TV shows has taught me anything, uh, it's that criminals usually have a pattern. And this guy's pattern is pretty obvious. Uh, police in, uh, in Pennsylvania recently tracked down a burglar who broke into a Taco Bell in the middle of the night, <laughs> stole 300 bucks from the register. Ooh, yeah, big money. They found uh, they found him thanks to uh, to a shot of his license plate on a security camera. And when they ran his name, they found that this isn't the first Taco Bell he'd broken into. No, this guy had been arrested for breaking into uh, at least 30 other Taco Bells in Kentucky, West Virginia, and Ohio. Just Taco Bells. Wow. Just Taco what Bells. On earth? Wow. He just likes food in different shapes. Huh. Yeah. He's a, he's a 30-year-old guy named Joshua Logue from Columbus, Ohio. And when the cops put out a warrant for his arrest last week, he was pretty easy to track down. He was in jail in Indiana for breaking into a Taco Bell. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> yes, 30. he is. So let's say he averages 300 a robbery. This dude is risking gnarly jail time for multiple arm, you know, maybe not armed robbery. Multiple break-ins. So for, for, let's say he averaged 300, 
He got all a nine grand after the work it takes to rob 30 places. Oh, man, that's crazy. You can only have one Taco Bell item every time you go there. What would you take? Oh, uh, Taco Bell. I mean, Taco Bell. <laughs> what would you take? No, Taco, Ta- Taco Bell, Bell, the entire Taco no, Bell. No, just, just Taco Bell. You said it's all, it is one flavor in all these different But you got to pick one menu item. I'll take the long uh, tubular <laughs> one, please. Thank you. Uh, in all honesty, you know what I would would take? Because it's, I, I think it's the only thing that has somewhat of a different taste, and that's the quesadillas because of whatever oh, yeah. weird sauce is in there. Mm, I would go good. soft Taco Supreme. Yeah, that is a good one. If there's no Mexi Melt, that's probably where I would go. It's fine, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'd go Mexi Melt, uh, Taco Pizza. Both of those are no longer available, so I'd go there, I think. Bean Burrito uh, Supreme. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. Just their pintos and beans is pretty yeah, good, too. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, it's just a different ratio of, of ingredients. Oh, yeah, oh. and different shapes. Yep, more yeah. beans. Oh, that's a bean burrito. <laughs> I do like the hard tacos, too, but they're messy. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Oh, so for this guy. Fail. <laughs> There is a uh, <laughs> there's a theme to these next two stories. Uh, the president of uh, Brazil told his country that he was going to crack down on government corruption and misuse of COVID-19 relief funds. I guess they're getting hit hard down there in, uh, in Brazil as far as the virus goes. Mm-hmm. So police raided a senator's home on suspicion that he had stolen money. And the senator screamed that he's innocent. He's got a spotless 30-year career in government. And the police, in searching the senator's home, they were thorough, to say the least. Uh, they headed to uh, where the sun don't shine. Oh, right. And the they basement? Found, basement? They found money stuffed between the senator's butt cheeks. Oh, we were kind of What? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about dirty money. Yeah. Uh, and the horn uh, players are getting a lot of work today. Uh-huh. Yeah, the senator has been suspended from government for at least 90 days while they investigate. Wow. Spotless. Failed. Yep. Money stuffed between the senator's butt cheeks. Mm. Uh, a guy was at an airport in India after being on a flight in from Dubai. And as he was walking through the terminal towards uh, security, guards noticed this guy's walking a little funny. What's up here? Being all suspicious. Hey, you. <laughs> Come over here. I want to check you out. And he was stopped. He was checked. And it uh, turns out dude had uh, two pounds of gold stashed up his butt. Gold? <laughs> wow. What? Gold, yeah. Worth about 60 grand. He had 60 grand of, of gold stuffed up his butt. Has anybody ever held a gold bar? Uh, I don't think so. They are ridiculously heavy, just one of these. Well, this is Dang. two pounds. This is two pounds. I know, that's what I'm saying. That, that, I mean, up there. What's um? What, what scenario were you in when you're holding a gold bar? My uh, father-in-law had gold bars and silver bars. Uh, at his house. No kidding. They no longer are there, just in <laughs> case saying, anybody's going to go look. Yeah. Uh, he, he was a smelter or whatever it was for a while. I don't know. He did Yo, some... you smelt? Yeah, I hope yeah. this guy didn't I've smelt his uh, gold bar after he pulled it <laughs> out. He smelt it, you dealt it. <laughs> smelt it, he dealt it. Hey! What? Nope. It was gold, Scott. Gold. Nice. Oh, come on. So I, I guess this guy was just trying to uh, avoid paying... An 18% tax on the gold. And the gold was seized by by uh, custom agents. In the end, if he was found out. Yeah. <laughs> In the end, yes. Thank you, Jeff. I'm not going to. Come on. It's fine. <laughs> All right, two more. Now, if you steal priceless artifacts, you never know what kind of ancient forces you're messing with. And but didn't they open up a, a, didn't they open up a sarcophagus? Just recently? Yeah, 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 yeah. And found the mummified remains of, it was an old pharaoh 
thousands of years old. I, I ain't screwing with that thing. I don't want to be near that. No way. I don't, know, I don't know what's going on there. So there's a 36-year-old woman from Canada who's only been identified as Nicole. And back in 20, uh, 2005, when she was in her 20s, she went to the ancient city of Pompeii, over there in Italy, and stole two small ceramic tiles. But now... She's actually returned the artifacts by mailing them to a travel agent in southern Italy because she says they cursed her. Quote, I'm now 36, had breast cancer twice. My family and I also had financial problems. We're good people, and I don't want to pass this curse onto my family or children. Please take them back. They bring bad luck. Hmm. And as far as I know, she's not going to face any criminal charges for stealing artifacts, but okay. I'm Huh. Give that to you for a fail. Fail. Yeah, I would not mess with that stuff. We, nope. uh, I, I've told you before, my, my brother found some fossils in a uh, in a national park, and he squeezed them out, and that's one thing. But I do remember the first time I was in Hawaii, we were on the big island, and it's all volcanic. I, I mean, obviously, all the islands are volcanic, but you... Uh, you got these huge, huge lava rock fields and all that, and I was like, "Yes, you know, we're we're rock hounds. We all we went to every rock shop, and like rocks were our yeah, thing. That's how we uh, that's how we bonded with our father." And uh, I remember taking one, and my dad goes, "I uh, you probably shouldn't take that. There's just like a it's a Hawaiian cultural thing. Yeah, There's like yeah. a Hawaiian god or something that if you take something from the island, don't go surfing with yeah, it around uh, your neck. Whatever. Are you, you sure do. this is not an episode of the Brady, Brady Bunch? Yeah, that's what it is. I just I just remember thinking, you know what? I'm gonna heed this one. And I put it down, and I've lived by that rule. I don't think things yeah. off the islands. Well, this, this this woman got cursed, or so she says, or she's just bad with money, or right, yeah, and got cancer. And I don't, I don't believe in that stuff, but uh, I, still, I don't want a chance. I still it. heed it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's one of those like yeah. I don't believe in this, it's but it's a risk reward just thing. In case. All right, final story here: a police sergeant in uh, Mouston, Wisconsin. This guy's facing charges after shooting another person in August while off duty and drunk. Dude was hammered, shown off his guns when, not knowing the gun was loaded, pulled the trigger and shot his buddy in the groin. Dude is a firearms instructor, so I guess the 12 beers he had had wiped his memory of all his safety training. <laughs> in court, he said he didn't know how the gun went off, saying he didn't have his, quote, booger picker on the bang switch. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Podcast I like title him. right there. <laughs> booger picker. I didn't have my booger picker on the bang switch. Man. He's been charged with second-degree recklessly endangering safety, possession of a firearm while intoxicated, and endangering safety by use of a dangerous weapon. Fail. <laughs> Made me laugh. Booger picker. My booger picker on the bang switch. Yep. <laughs> and those are your Friday fail stories. Yo, this is Tommy Davidson. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show. And by the way, happy birthday, Riz. Hey, we got to start thinking of... Uh, other fundraising ideas or more fundraising ideas for our Kids Rock Cancer thing. Our initiative this month is to raise at least $20,000 for Kids Rock Cancer. Yep. So we got Jeff's uh, book for sale, The Watering Hole. Yep. Uh, Hardback, Softbound, however those are called. Yeah, all proceeds, 100% of the proceeds through the uh, month uh, go to Kids Rock Cancer. And all this stuff is on the website, by the way, 1057thepoint.com. Uh, all those... Uh, T-shirts, the Point merch, some of the old uh, Riz Show T-shirts, including the new RizFest T-shirt. All proceeds go to Kids Rock Cancer. Thanks to Mattress Direct for helping us out with that. First community, you could buy those Hollow Weirdo stickers for a dollar. All that money goes to Kids Rock Cancer. We just did the Social Cinema Night over at Ballpark Village. All that money went to Kids Rock Cancer. 
I think one more kind of big thing we got to do before the end of the month, and and uh, we'll be good. Big finish, something big, big finish. A big finish, a big finish. So, hmm. would it? Uh, should we raise money by like, let's let Jeff stay home for a week, like take a week <laughs> off? That's a really cool idea. Yeah. Huh. How about cutting your hair and selling it? Yeah. Yeah, another good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I know Scott wanted to open up a lemonade stand, but yeah, <laughs> just set up a card table out in front of the house. <laughs> oh, I know what we could do, like, pay to jump at your trampoline. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. On your backyard? Yeah. yeah. Right. Or whoever's backyard is in that day. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right, we're going to think of something. We'll, we'll brainstorm. We'll do something fun. But yeah. that, thank you for the offer for the lemonade stand. That's, <laughs> hey, you're that's welcome. very nice. Yeah. I got a good Scott table, at, ready to use it. Scott out there on, uh, you know, on a Saturday afternoon with a hand-drawn sign on, you know, oak tag. <laughs> Lemonade. Lemonade. Hey, do you drink uh, Do you drink a lot of coffee, would you say, Jeff? Uh, I do probably two full cups a day. Two cups a day. I'm, I'm yeah. saying I'm a cup and a half, two cups a day. Yeah. Moon, what at about you? Most. I'm doing a little less now than I, than I was the last... A year or so. What do you consider a cup? Are you talking about an actual cup, like a measured cup, or are you are you speaking of? I mean, the actual what is a cup? Uh, eight ounces? It was sixteen ounces or eight ounces? Eight ounces. Eight ounces. I'm not really sure. When I when I when we brew at home, we share and and Emma we crush a a ten to twelve cup um, serving. Damn. Oh, crush it if mm. it's uh, if it's us together. I'll do probably six. Six you know, cups. Fill it up to six. I mean, is that six cups? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I, mean, I don't think know. so, yeah. Well, then, I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess a mug. Would you, I'd say just a mug. Yeah. I'd say mugs of coffee. Yeah, mugs. I got the bigger mugs usually, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll clear two of them mm. at home. Uh, here it works since the coffee has, uh, you know, the quality has so diminished good. a bit. Well, we um, have good coffee in our office. Yeah. It's okay. It's all right. It's, it's accepted. Okay. It's better than that swell oh, that's in a, the... Uh, yeah, it's award-winning <laughs> compared to the kitchen. <laughs> That garbage in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It has it has forced me to um, reduce my coffee intake, made, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I drink probably the most coffee of any of us. Mm-hmm. Well, do you drink more or less coffee than than some famous people? Let's see, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. He's a wow. two two cups a day guy. Really, I would yeah. have thought a ton for that guy. Yeah, he says uh, his caffeine intake also includes an unhealthy amount of uh, diet coke. But uh, yeah, he's, he's two cups a day. Richard Branson, Sir Richard Branson, you know, the virgin guy? Mm-hmm. 20 cups of tea. I was going to say, it's got to be tea, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but tea, tea has a lot less caffeine than coffee, but 20 cups of it would still give you the same amount mm-hmm. as two venti coffees at Starbucks. Has anybody Jeez. ever met that man? No. I met him one time just real briefly in the, like, the very, very first building that this radio station was in, just passing me in a hallway, and it was, it was the Channel 30 news was there, you know, Channel 30, mm-hmm. it's news when it's news to us. Uh, he passed me in a hall when I stopped and shook his hand. I mean, he's one of those guys that when you walk in, you know somebody big is in the room. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just not lights up a room, but you're like, oh, my gosh, who's that kind of guy? Hmm. At least back then. Richard Branson, he's a, yeah. he's a guy. He, what do they call him, the billionaire adventurer? Or at least back in the day they did? I don't know. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he's, he's very polite. All right, Mark Zuckerberg, how much coffee does he drink? Zero. Yeah, zero. Really? Yeah. He doesn't like coffee. Yeah, I was just saying, he seems like the kind of guy that would not, <laughs> not have it. David Letterman. How much coffee I'd well, say back in cups. the day did he drink? Oh, I was gonna, I would say a lot because I know he's an old booze hound. So maybe he replaced <laughs> it. 
He said way too much. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's all a, he said? Way too much. That's a, te- that's <laughs> that's a technical good. term, by the he way. He and I are in the same ball game, I guess. In, a, oh, uh, in an interview, in an interview back in 1994, <laughs> he, he said, if it weren't for the coffee, I'd have no identifiable personality whatsoever. <laughs> oh, man. That's God, great. I can't wait for his new season on Netflix. <laughs> uh, Heidi Klum has one latte a day. Thank you. Uh, director David Lynch. Upwards of seven cups a day when he was brainstorming ideas for movies and TV shows. And uh, President Theodore Roosevelt, supposedly one gallon of coffee a day. <laughs> Man. <laughs> now, you got to think of like how strong these things are, too. Teddy Roosevelt? I mean, maybe he, was, maybe he liked kind of watery coffee. Like there's Teddy some... Roosevelt did not like watery coffee. Uh, he just had a really big mug. It's Scott, <laughs> Scott can attest to this. When we go to family things, if we make the coffee, all of our relatives will be like, oh, my God, what is this motor oil? And yeah, it's, it's because yeah. they just drink this super, I mean, you can see through their Weak. coffee. Yeah. Hey, to make you feel better about how much coffee, uh, Teamers member Shane just emailed and said the cups marked off on a coffee pot are only five ounces. Which is less than a less than, oh, a, sweet. less than a full cup. Yeah. Well, see, that makes okay. me... Yeah, yeah. sound like less than a drink more. Than less of a crazy person. Drink more. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt didn't drink weak coffee. He's a man. Yeah. We make it gnarly, though. We put in more than you're supposed to scoop-wise, and there's a little setting on there that says strong, which I have no idea what that does or how it changes anything. Yeah, I don't but know. we always put that on there. I like it strong. And Scott, don't you drink a really, really strong version of coffee? Yeah, don't I mean. The, what I, is it? He does the, you do the bulletproof, the Bull, butter. The yeah, butter bulletproof, yeah. Oh, yeah, the butter and the. Yeah, coconut oil, coconut oil. and oh, okay. a little bit of uh, stevia in it. And some collagen. Keeps your, keeps your skin collagen. smooth. Yeah, sure. man. Yeah. You look great. Thank you. All right, let's get to uh, some of your emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Speaking of, good morning, uh, fellas and King Scott. I think I have a coffee hack to help with your lunchroom coffee. And this is very, very interesting. Uh, my dad taught me this years ago. Years ago. Years ago. Just add a packet of hot chocolate mix. And if you really want to spice it up, get the mix with the mini marshmallows. So I guess w- here, they, they come in bags, the Folgers bag. And you, I guess you would just put hot chocolate on, put top, hot of chocolate on top of it. I don't know. No, I don't you know just if you could do in. that. With, oh, you just mix it in afterwards? Yeah, I used to do that in college. I Afterwards or brew it like that? No, no. It's a, like once you pour your coffee in a cup, then you put the packet in and you stir it up. But I don't want chocolate coffee. Yeah, yeah I mean, I you can really, really yeah. taste the chocolate, I'm assuming, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, assuming. it's it was great whenever, you know, you're in college and stuff. It was fantastic. But now you taste it and it just tastes artificial and a little... Yeah, I don't want chocolate yeah. coffee. I want yeah. coffee coffee. I don't, yeah, that's, I don't want yeah. sweet in the morning. That just seems like, as opposed to the bad coffee you're drinking, hot chocolate. Yeah. But it's fun if you're outside, I guess, at yeah, a Halloween I, I, thing or something. I don't take, I don't put anything in my coffee anymore. I'm, I'm drinking yeah, black. Me too. That's how I, I've always been. My dad made it to where it was, it was. I thought it was like hot milk. That's how much oh, cream right and was, sugar. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nah. Next, uh, listening to the show this morning, you guys were talking. This is yesterday, talking about stress-free days mm-hmm. or the other day. Sorry, this has been a while. Have any of you ever tried the float pods or the float rooms where you float on water for about an hour or so? Okay, we did it together. Yes, yeah. we did. No, but not in the same you pod. You looked great, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not in the same pod. What was it, Float STL? I, did, I didn't know that thing could float. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, we went to the Maryland Heights one, and yeah. man, what? And I've, I've done it multiple times. I've done it twice. I've done it once, and it was yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I went that one time. Oh, it was, it's, it was magical. And I'll say, uh, each time is a completely different experience. It really is, just depending on where you are at the moment, in the day, in your life, uh, in your mind. It's, it's spectacular. 
Yeah, the first time we floated was 90 minutes. It was a 90-minute mm-hmm. float, and it went boom like that. Yep. Sure did. Yeah, and the place we were at had a really cool room to go, go chill afterwards, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really, really neat. It was a totally great experience. And they say, hey, it's great stress relief. Just walking in that place, it was stress relief. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Kevin and all, all the, the employees are just amazing. They know exactly what they're doing. It's not... Uh, they're not just adding it on like uh, some other businesses do. They are. That's what they do, mm-hmm. and it is. Uh, it's a mindfulness. So thing. if you don't know what it is, it's it's basically sensory deprivation. So you will float on top of this. So they they put so much salt in the water. You're floating on top. It's complete pitch dark, completely silent, and you just float there. Yeah. Weightless. You're weightless for 90 minutes, and everybody has different experiences. Yeah. They say every time you do it, it's a different experience. Yeah, it really I, is. I, I, both times I did it, I fell right asleep. Did you? And that's wow. that's okay. I was fine with that. And you did it in complete silence? I remember they gave me the choice of music that they could put in there or you could bring oh, your own. Oh, I did own. complete silence. I just let them uh, do the music, and it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. you did the music? Oh, yeah, I did complete yeah, the, sensory deprivation. Mine did the music for about five or ten minutes or something like that, and then it slowly and then faded out. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. That's right. It, was, it just it was faded like a nice, out. That's yeah. right. And then it fades yeah. back in when it's time to leave because yeah. well, you, you don't have cool. a clock. Yeah, yeah I, I, went, I went with uh, with a guy, pretty pretty tough guy emotionally, and uh, he ended up uh, crying. I mean, it was, oh it, it was an emotional thing for him because he said he had kind of it forced him to think about some loss that he had been dealing with that he had just pushed aside for a number of years and um, it's one of those things hey I mean, think about that we know we can all name a handful if not many more people that don't go 90 days throughout the uh, throughout the day without their phone or without you know without yeah, checking great. something on their yeah. phone so 90 minutes of just actually having to listen to yourself for your own thoughts deal with it unpack it That's and good, uh, and arise from it is pretty helpful and I, I I've talked to somebody that did it once and hated it mm-hmm. Me, same hated here same it. here hated it. actually a couple of people yeah. hated it it's not for everybody but could for the not people, shut it's their for mind off fantastic and they, in fact they bailed out early yeah isn't it weird that it's really tough to face yourself? But then whenever you do, you're thankful you did. I, listen, I don't blame the guy for not liking it. I, I could see how it's not for somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just doing laps the whole time. <laughs> Next. I <laughs> uh, wanted to let Tony know that he is very supported by more than just a city. You are extremely loved and prayed for. Oh, that's good. That's I, cool, I, I, I tell you what. Can't say anything nicer. I'm going to yeah. pray for you if you really mean it. Mm-hmm. It's nice of you. Uh, it says, not to get into any stories, but they're going to. I felt compelled to share something with you. I think Jeff can possibly relate. Every morning and every night, I ask as if this was the if this was the best I'm ever going to feel. And right now, for the rest of my life, I used to go into the woods five to seven days a week, running three miles of trails. Life happens. Health happens. You may not find comfort from a radio show, an invisible almost sense of camaraderie and community because it's your work. Work can be a savior, but if you find something that gives you what St. Louis and beyond receive from, grab onto it. Take excellent care of yourself. Love you guys, Christina. Well, that's nice. Thank you, Super Christina. nice. That's yeah. It's a nice email. And, uh, yeah, people are still with the well wishes for Tony. And uh, please go to 1057thepoint.com slash Patrico if you want to write something on the on the digital you know, digital wall we have up there. Or send, you know, send Patrico a get well card. Mm-hmm. All, the, all the information's on there. Details, attention, get well, Patrico. Yep. Next. Recently, this is a great, great old story, or at least uh, memories for me for Point Fest. Uh, sucks for this guy, though. I recently lost my concert ticket collection book with all my tickets from old shows due, oh. due to water damage. Ah. Dang, oh, can you just imagine? You gotta put that on a shelf. Mm, mine's, most of mine are in storage. Or in a, a big three-ring binder. Oh, make sure all two. like my my memory boxes because I got a lot of yeah a lot of you know old radio station stuff off the floor, man. 
I, I tell you what, I tell you what, <laughs> uh, we spend over a hundred bucks a month in storage locker and outside of the motorcycle and old clothes, I would say at least three quarters of the storage locker is, is radio stuff. Or invest in though and invest in plastic bins. Yeah. They're well, not that expensive. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they're in, in storage. As a, matter. a lot of it is just old CDs, believe it or not, as opposed to new ones. But I was wondering if you guys have any pictures from the uh, stage side pointing towards the crowd as this concert was my favorite ever, talking about Point Fest. My neighbor and I sat row one, seat one and two at the age of 15, and their tickets are gone. What, what Point Fest? Uh, they don't say, but I remember I mean, the point. Been, I could figure it out. Few. Right, I could figure it out because of what he what something he says later. He says because of their age, they were fifteen. They arrived at eight a.m. for the show because mom had to drop them off on the way to work, uh, and then she got she didn't get off till five o'clock. Anyway, they were waiting outside, and they remember. And I remember this like it was yesterday. Helicopter came along to dry the lawn because it had rain. Did they mention the helicopter? Yes, they did. They said the helicopter was drying the lawn out, and about an hour after that, a team member from uh, from the radio station came outside the venue, came to the gate to ask us why the hell we were here so early, mm-hmm. and let us know, hey, uh, they wouldn't be uh, bringing, a, like, you can't bring snacks in because they had a cooler, blah, blah, blah. They found out that they were there early and only had lawn seats, so they said, screw it, here's some first row tickets. Oh, wow, wow that's cool. amazing. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, and then they lost all of these tickets. So what point fest was it? Doesn't say. Name I any don't bands? Remember. It was, no, it doesn't. Uh, do, 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 do. My suggestion is to go onto Facebook and just put it out there like, hey, didn't it, figure out what show it was. Yeah. 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 And then go onto Facebook and say, anybody have any any old tickets? Yeah. Right. Yeah. He said it was when he's 15. Yeah. So it's 98. Did- 98. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Oh. I was going to say, so I was like, did hell? I play? Because that narrows it down to 15 of them. And uh, being serious, if I played it, I may have some photos from. Uh, well, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, I I know who could probably figure it out is Julie because she was the promotions person at the time, and she's actually the one who ordered that helicopter. Oh wait, was it '98? You said. That's, oh, I don't know. That's when. It, oh, okay, okay. No, that's hey, what he, that's what Jokester in there said. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, go onto Facebook and see if anybody. Anybody's got an old ticket or maybe a couple of them. Yep. Yeah, sorry. Next. Uh, listening to the show the last uh, few days, and I haven't heard you guys read my emails. A little aggravated. <laughs> okay. Here we go then, sir or madam. I have a great idea for the next real or fake punishment. Oh, I love these. Go ahead. Loser has to ride around with a blow-up doll in their car for 30 days. Your new shotgun rider buckled up for 30 days. Okay, I enjoy the spirit of it, but uh, you know, I'm not going to drive around like my daughter to cheerleading. <laughs> That's an excuse not to have to go to cheerleading. Like, I'm not going to drive my daughter to her cheerleading practice with a blow-up doll riding shotgun. Uh, oh, so you wouldn't do that, huh? Could you put sunglasses and a wig on it or something? There you go. Or if it's one of those real dolls, people just think it's a real person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they go on to say, I have a lot of other good ideas. I can make a day where I can come into the studio and make your show four out of five stars. Uh, wow. So isn't that nice? So nice of this Thank person. Thank you with the offer. Yeah, put his... Uh, Put his email on file. Yeah, I don't want to have to take a blow-up doll out of my trunk and put it in the passengers. Yeah. <laughs> Man, <laughs> we've had the some... Air out. Yeah. I got to say, we've had some amazing suggestions for... Uh, for um, Punishments? Punishments, including that one that we saw yesterday. Oh, I yeah. I think that's something worth exploring. I don't know if you want to talk about it no, now, No, no, I don't want to talk about it. No, it's, it it's, it's, it's a viral video going around about something, and it's fascinating if we pull it off, but... I'll tell you what, if I win the next one, that's the punishment. Okay, well, so then we you have to figure out how to pull so it off. Be then. prepared. Oh, easy. I think it's ironic we're talking about that today, which is my last day of the executive punishment. That's, it's no. been really, really <laughs> rough. Probably four weeks to But go. it's just, no. it's really been rough. But 
Next. Hey, guys, you guys talking about CPR. We were talking about the other day about how people don't want to give mouth-to-mouth during the COVID. Because of the COVID, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. When I teach bystander CPR, I always tell them that mouth-to-mouth is not as important as actually doing the compression. This is the International Center of Compression. Mm. Do this. Uh, people get pretty grossed out by doing mouth-to-mouth, so I tell them not to worry about it, and I teach them the emphasis is on the compression, finding and using an AED defibrillator, and calling 911. That's actually the important thing to do. Yeah, well, the story was yesterday that people are, are a little less willing to perform mouth-to-mouth with the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, you're dying? Uh, mm. COVID. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, if you're ah. still around in June. Yeah. My mouth will be on yours, but not till June. Not, yeah. No. Yeah, you know, I, was, I was listening to a podcast. I said the average pandemic and lockdowns and shutdowns and stuff will last 18 months, which would put us till, to June of next year. So January 1st when the calendar, that, that doesn't burn no. it off? Huh. No. Merely turning the calendar do it. to the next year does not end things. Damn it. All right, one more, Jeff. Uh, hey, gents, just a reminder that your show is three out of five stars. Have a great day. Perfect. Let's see <laughs> you. There. The Rizzuto Show. I was, getting, I was getting a little cocky, so thank you, sir <laughs> or madam. Hey, five out of five stars. Headline goo next. Yeah. Moon's got sports. I got headline hooch. It is 8.54. Yes, Moon, you... Oh, like no, 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 no. So uh, I typed in helicopter point fest just to try to, like, see if there's anything out there. You know what's out there is when uh, uh, Steve-O introduced Greek fire on stage and <laughs> darn near did a helicopter. If you oh, remember. yeah, he had his pants down. Yeah, he did the goat. I'm text her right But uh, that is actually what pops up. Hmm. The goat does? It, well, yeah, I'll some pictures from him that. doing that introduction. And I guess the word helicopter made it into a tweet or two. Uh, referencing Steve-O's uh, stuff. Hey guys, this is the Sklar Brothers, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. All right, welcome back to the program. Uh, Donnie Fandango will be in here uh, shortly for the Real or Fake results. Going to make our uh, football picks here shortly. Don't forget to make your football picks. 1057thepoint.com slash picks, the Rizzo Pick'em Challenge. King Scott? Yes, sir. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's go it. Hey! What's going on in the news today? Today! Ooh. All right. Friday. Scott, headline go. Nicki Minaj revealed that she has a new baby boy. As in, boy, is this kid going to have issues when he grows up, starts Googling pictures of his mom? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Stevie Nicks says COVID is stealing her last youthful years. Wait a second. COVID started in 1987? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. Liam Neeson plays a man out for revenge in his new movie and also his previous 17 old movies. <laughs> Tony Award nominations were announced yesterday. Blowing everyone else away with the most nods was closed until further notice. Oh. I did see that earlier. <laughs> Good move. Alabama head coach Nick Saban has uh, COVID-19, making him the first person at the University of Alabama to pass a test. <laughs> wow. Somebody even took it for him, too, I think. Yeah. yeah. Apple revealed there's a way you can get the new iPhone 12 for free. Yep, it's simple. All you have to do is sell a kidney. Because they're expensive. Yeah. Oh, got, it, got it. Michigan reopened movie theaters and bowling alleys. In fact, so much is open in Michigan, it's easier to list what remains closed. Detroit. <laughs> a COVID-19 survivor in Montana was discharged from a hospital after two months. But don't celebrate. This means he's back in Montana. <laughs> oh, oh, very nice. Can I stick around the hospital just a little longer? Please, please. 
A woman on a Delta flight says she woke up to a passenger peeing on her during her flight from Vegas to Detroit. It was a red-eye flight, so it happened in the wee hours of the morning. Come on, man. Seriously. Puns? I'm going to give you one more chance. A little soon, too. Professional one more chance. He's a man of the okay. cloth. I mean, one more chance. It's soaked now, but he's a man of the cloth. Pastor Peepee. <laughs> and finally, Ice Cube is taking heat on social media for working with the Trump administration. Hopefully, he'll remain calm because the last thing Ice Cube needs is a complete meltdown. Haha. <laughs> and may the coup be with you. Oh, and also his coup. <laughs> Ice Cube with a meltdown. Get it. Jokes. Uh, <laughs> nah, probably not, really. It wasn't. Okay. Those, you know, this segment is supposed to be funny, right? <laughs> no, I thought he did a great. In fact, I'm going to give it to you. This was your best. Your best week as far yeah. as goos go. And earlier you. you have set the bar really low. <laughs> okay, that's true. So. You did a great job this week. Yeah, Congratulations, you did, Thank you. Thank you. It was good. I, I even set it off the air, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. My family has... Uh, has made it known yep. through text, like, "Hey, Scott's really, uh, really, really turned I'll around." Have to let my there. family know to start listening again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, here is sports. The Rizzuto Show, sports. All right, Moon. Sports brought to you by Amco Ranger, protecting people and property from pests since 1965. Conor McGregor tweeted Wednesday that he has Conor accepted McGregor. Ah, yes. a January 23 fight against Dustin. Is it Poirier? Poirier. Yes, I, think that's good. I was hoping it was Dustin Diamond. And he wants to have it at the AT&T Stadium, home of the Dallas Cowboys. Poirier responded to McGregor on Twitter saying, quote, close to home for me for my birthday weekend. What wait? So it looks like we have a rematch. Sources are saying that McGregor has agreed to fight only verbally. There's no bout agreement or any contracts or any of that. Sounds exciting, though. Poirier faced uh, McGregor September 27th of 2014, and he lost the fight by TKO in the first round. Wait, who lost? The McGregor. Other, uh Oh, McGregor lost it? Uh, McGregor lost? No, Poirier, oh, Poirier, I believe, lost. TKO. McGregor! Mm. Let's jump over to the NFL real quick. Uh, the Indianapolis, uh, Indianapolis Colts closed their practice facility after several individuals tested positive for COVID-19. The are not saying who. Yeah, the Colts uh, uh, said that their team is going to work remotely. They were scheduled to host the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. And other NFL coronavirus developments, the Cleveland Browns, who played the Colts on Sunday, had zero negative tests Friday morning. And their building is open. That's this morning. I mean, zero positive tests. Oh, what did I say? Zero negative tests. You go, everybody has it? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, zero positive Yeah, remember, tests. the positive is bad in this. It's tough to remember sometimes. Uh, let's see. Uh, bu -bu -bu uh, okay, so Odell, De uh, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. was sent home feeling ill on Thursday, but apparently that is a uh, he's still a negative test as of now. The Atlanta Falcons on Friday resumed in-person work. Uh, that's today, again, uh, at their facility under the league supplemental intensive uh, protocols. The Tennessee Titans played Tuesday. As we know, following a 16-day layoff from the outbreak, and the Patriots have twice had their original Week 5 matchup against Denver postponed following four positive corona tests by players. All right, so uh, I have a feeling this uh, this Colts game is going to happen. But yeah, yeah great. we shall see in, in the coming hours. The Kansas City Chiefs signed uh, free agent Le'Veon Bell. We were talking about how the, uh, the Jets let him go. Bell will be teaming up with rookie first-round pick Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to serve as the uh, counterbalance to an explosive passing offense led by reigning Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes. 
Uh, Bell, 28, he, he played only 17 games with the Jets before they released him Tuesday, ending a tumultuous relationship between him and uh, the uh, the head coach uh, over there. The former All-Pro is expected to add some punch to Kansas City running game that lost the Super Bowl uh, hero Damian Williams due to COVID opt-out this season. Bell, it seems, is going to have an opportunity to uh, get some revenge on his former team soon. The Jets face the Chiefs November 1st. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bell signed for a four-year, $52 million deal with New York, and he sat out the entire 2018 yeah. season due to that contract dispute with the Steelers. So this guy has had a lot of trouble. He's we'll see problem. how he does in Kansas City. Okay. Well, good luck there. Speaking of Kansas City, occasionally sports fans with money to burn find a perfect opportunity to buy that ultimate piece of memorabilia, a championship ring. <laughs> and that's right. We have one for sale already. Rarely does the chance arrive this soon, less than two months after Kansas City Chiefs were awarded that Super Bowl, uh, their Super Bowl rings. Uh, one is up for auction. Whose ring is it? Whose ring is it? Any, anybody got a guess? I mean, some of the office guys get them, right? Yes, but this is a player. Oh, really? This is a player. Remember, it says their names in it, right? I mean, isn't it diamond-encrusted uh, names through uh, yes. the thing? What player would it be? And that was a hell of a ring, too, because we saw Mahomes opening his yeah. and all that. Well, Golden Auctions announced yesterday the sale of Mike Weber. Mike Weber's Super Bowl ring. Weber is a uh, practice squad running back, or at least he was, who did not sign with the Chiefs until January in the midst of their playoff run. So he came in just for a few months just to practice, basically. Uh, he was uh, not active for any of their games. The Chiefs cut Weber in May, so it's safe to assume he doesn't have any uh, sentimental value attached to this piece. Undrafted running back out of Ohio State in 2019, spent most of his rookie season oh, on the Cowboys the practice squad. Yeah. So how much do you think it's going for? I Forty grand. Say twenty-five thousand. Honestly, that's a great guess. I would have thought it was far more. According to TMZ, the ring started at thirty-five thousand wow. dollar asking price. Received a fifty-five thousand dollar bid by uh, the afternoon. Seventeen days remain on it, but they are anticipating six figures at least for, for, for a guy that didn't play, didn't matter. Nobody you know knows him. It's still a ring. Do it now before the value goes down. Yep. Yeah. And you uh, know what? And that's a pretty. What was his name? Mike Weber. Mike Weber. That's a pretty common name. If somebody named Mike Weber out there can come up with that money, oh, you're right. You can I'm convince. Right? people oh. it's yours look at the guy that that caught uh that uh mcguire ball sold oh, it for a gazillion yeah. dollars and now it's worth yeah way 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 less he yep. sold it at the time you know for a lot of money and now yep. it's not worth that yeah much. i mean good on this guy correct. that's a heck of a signing bonus for a few weeks on a team's practice squad you I know agree. what i'm saying so good for him uh the uh, lakers were re-signing uh, rajon rondo uh even he was a he was a minimum salary contract this last offseason drew some skepticism he was a terrible fit originally but you know what you win a championship like they just did, uh, even though it was 12 years after he won it with the Celtics. It proves now is the time to uh, to try to get paid. You got a new championship ring, so hold out for uh, for some more money. We'll see where he goes. That becomes uh, he becomes an unrestricted free agent by opting out. Speaking of uh, Laker opting out. All-star Anthony Davis plans to op opt out of his final year of his contract and re-sign with the franchise. Uh, Davis, who joined the, La uh, the Lakers in the summer of 2019, was an all-NBA first-team selection this season again. Davis, oh, 27. It. LeBron James formed a strong 1-2 combination, obviously bringing another title to the Lakers, and they're going to want to keep that pairing together. His decision to opt out of the final season deal is worth $28.7 million for 2021. Uh, it's not super unexpected because they say he's probably going to resign. He can resign for $32.7 million. So an extra $4 million there for the next season. Uh, if the cap remains at $109 million, we'll see what they do because, you know, the NBA lost so much money with COVID and all that. They may restructure the uh, salary caps. Whew, the playoff demons follow Clayton Kershaw 
everywhere. Man. From his baseball home at Dodger Stadium to a stolen sign ambush in Houston and finally Thursday night to the doorstep of his hometown where the scenery changed, but the narrative did not. Kershaw, it is Kershaw, it is October. So in the sixth inning of Game 4, National League Championship Series, 1-1 tie, an innocuous infield chopper kickstarted Kershaw's latest playoff misadventure, and it all went to hell. And then it's six runs later with Atlanta on the verge of an NL pennant. And the Dodgers, the deepest and most talented Crazy. team in the game, pondering another winter far longer than well, they could prefer. Ozuna yesterday? Yikes. Oh Ozuna gosh. smashed he, He's gotten two hits since we started the show today. Yeah, he's, he's killing it. Final I, score. I am, I am telling you right now, it'll never come out, but uh, what's his name, the left-hander pitcher you were just talking Kershaw. about? Kershaw. He was scratched from his start the other day because of a, a back problem. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you they moved him to this game because if he would have lost that game, it would have been, been over, right? I guess so. What I'm thinking and he is he sucks wow. in the playoffs, so they he were does, like, let's man. wait and see. Hold it's on a second. Crazy. Okay, we're still here. We'll throw him out there. And again. What I'm thinking is he took lava rocks from the ah, goddess Pele. Yep. From, yes. uh, I the heard he did. Actually. Yep. The a, final yeah. score, 10-2 Atlanta, and now Atlanta's one, one win away from the World Series. Uh, Wimbledon, real quick, is just set to go ahead next year uh, if the Grand Slam tournament has to be staged behind closed doors. The grass court championships, they were canceled this year for the first time since World War II because of the pandemic. The All England Club is planning uh, for several scenarios in 2021 full capacity event reduced capacity uh holding it with no fans they're figuring it all out so they don't have to cancel it again i'm moon and that's your sports because who do you think you are i am hey let's go over some of these picks here <laughs> for the rich show pick them challenge yep. you're, uh, you got your sheets out got you. them all all right let's just run through these real quick uh texans titans oh titans titans, titans. bronco steelers man steelers. this is a toughie but i'm going steelers I'm going steelers me too, too. home ravens eagles i went ravens. to birds yep. i picked the birds Thank on you. this one Ravens or Eagles? Uh, Ravens. <laughs> uh, Washington Giants. This was the 50-50 one for me. I'm going to go with the Giants. I'm going home team. Yeah. I went Giants, yeah, just because. Ooh, I'm... I went Washington. All right. You Hopefully would. You yep. lose. Uh, Falcons. Actually, you know what? I'm ho I hope everybody wins. Oh, yeah. thanks, man. Oh, we all tie. Yeah. Amen. With, with a perfect record. Thank you for the prayer on that. Amen. That was nice of you, man. <laughs> I should lock it in. Falcons, Vikings. 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 Lions, yeah. Jaguars. Mm, Jaguars. I think the Jaguars Lions. suck, so I'm going Lions. I'm going Lions. Oh, damn. If this game happens, Bengals, Colts. 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 Going Colts. Colts. Bears, Panthers. Bears. 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 Broncos, Patriots. 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 Jets, Dolphins. 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 Yeah, I'm betting against all cats except for the Lions. How about this one? This is an interesting matchup. Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. I think Rodgers takes this. Yep. That's what I got as of right now. I'm going Packers, too. Rams, 49ers. Ramsies. Rams. Rams. Bills, Chiefs. Go, Chiefs! Chiefs, Chiefs and the Cardinals, Cowboys. Cardinals. Uh, birds. You're going Cardinals? Yeah, mm -hmm. all of us are, I think. Mm -hmm. Not me. I'm going Cowboys. Really? Well, I mean, they're in Dallas. Yeah, but yeah. Arizona's yeah, but on fire. They don't fire, have that quarterback man. no more. Yeah, but they got Andy Dalton. Isn't he the backup? Yeah, but I think there's too much shake. I mean, listen, it's a cooler logo. The Cardinals okay, have a very a scary really logo. Point. Did that switch you over or not? That's what I mean. Going to be over there going, okay, never mind. Yeah. All right, headline news time. There is who knows who. Headline news. Brought to you by Morch Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Reese Show. So yesterday our story was from Largo, Florida. I think we're just going to stay. Largo, Florida. Sometimes a criminal chain, you know, a criminal charge just just perfectly fits a crime. Uh, last Saturday afternoon, 41-year-old Larry Stothers and 51-year-old Jason Rappa confronted a man, fought with him, and stole his backpack. But that's not all. They also stole his prosthetic leg. Uh, <laughs> Come on, man. Man, that's that sucks. That's low. 
steal his prosthetic leg? I mean, that's better than stealing his real leg, if you think about it. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's, one is more expensive. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, he didn't pay for the one. much more. Yeah, you're right. He didn't pay for the one. So the cops uh, tracked him down about an hour later, charged him with strong-arm robbery. I don't know. Is that, is that kind of... Even though it's still a prosthetic leg? I mean, you really have to be strong. You just kind of twist and pull, right? I'm going to go out on a limb there in trouble. Oh. I don't think this story has a leg to stand on. <laughs> uh, so they steal somebody's prosthetic leg and their backpack. Oh, my goodness. Sucks. Well, they're not going to chase you. You aren't. I guess so. Man, how many jokes are you going to lean into with this? That's today's Show. Traffic and weather. All right, some real quick food news next, and then uh, then we'll get Donnie Fandango in here for the real and fake results. Hey, everybody, this is Garth Brooks saying thanks for supporting and spreading the word and for listening to The Rizzuto Show. All right, some uh, real quick food news before we get Donnie Fandango in here. So I guess Wednesday was National Dessert Day. All right. So what are you? Are you a, are you a cake or a pie person? Uh, like if I had to choose between the two, I'd go cake. Depending on what it is, obviously. But yeah, I think I value pie more. But I think my natural reaction is to go cake. cake. Yeah, I do love pie. (laughs) I think I'm. I think I'm. I think I'm a pie guy. I'm definitely a pie guy. Cake's too run of the mill. It always tastes very similar. There's not much difference. But pie is special. If you like chocolate, Mrs. Hulling's five layer chocolate cake. It's about the size of a loaf of bread. And it's so good. I think yeah. that's what it is. Cake is just <sighs> bread with sugar on it. It's not that exciting. Do I mean, it depends on what kind. Of, mm-hmm. It depends on what kind of cake we're getting. But if you know, a general cake. Yeah, because ice cream cakes now those are pretty impressive. And you could put ice cream on pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many layers does that cake have? I think it's eight. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only place you can get it to uh, get it is uh, it's not. Is it Whole Foods? What's the other one? I don't know. You were you were telling us the answer. Why? Well, one of those stores that I can't even afford to pay attention in. Is it Whole Foods? Is there a Whole Foods in Webster? Mm. There's Whole Foods in Town and Country, and one in. Because uh, when we get it, it's Brentwood. in it's in Webster, whatever the store. Like Straub's? Maybe that's it. Straub's. Yeah, Straub's. They're, I think they're the only place that carry it now. Hmm. Uh, as far as Americans go, are we cake or pie people? Ooh, I'm gonna cake. say cake. Yeah, I'll go yeah. cake. Seventy-two percent of people are are cake people. Cookies or brownies? Go. Cookies every single every day. Every time, huh? Cookies. Cookies, Man. cookies. Oh, cookies are my kryptonite. It's my cocaine. Cookies or brownies? Man. Oh, cocaine brownies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll go brownies. I think. I'm going brownies. Yeah, I'm, man. Unless nuts. If there's nuts in the brownies. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah it depends on what me. cookie it is, but probably brownie. Unless it's like peanut butter or chocolate chip, then it's got to be cookie. If it's a perfectly made chocolate chip, yeah, you cookie, can't beat it. I can't, I can't, you I can't, can't resist. I, I'll, I'll I can't agree say with no. that. Yeah. I don't know if you Season. have a perfectly made chocolate chip cookie versus like an end piece brownie. End piece. Ooh, oh, yeah. I love the end piece. The end piece. Oh, oh, I will say this: sure. cut it from the middle and throw the rest away. No, yeah, I'll take first your of all, edges. that's a waste with all the starving kids <laughs> yeah. in Overland. A few years ago, my favorite sweet is uh, was cookies at the time, and so I decided, you know what, I'm not going to eat them for a year for some silly reason, and I kept to it. And then I had just, I bought a massive cookie from this really well-respected place, and was so excited to eat it. You know, my first day after a year, and all I could taste was salt and butter, and it was oh, not. Really, you're just like, ah, and it took me about. Six months to really start enjoying cookies again. 
What about Americans? Do they go cookies or brownies? Cookies. Ooh, I'll go brownies. I'll go then. brownies. Yeah. Americans want cookies, but it was ba- it was mm. close. Fifty-two percent cookies. All right, chocolate chip cookies or some kind of other cookie. Chocolate chip. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, chocolate chip. Chocolate chip. Yeah, chocolate chip. America said chocolate chip too. Seventy-four percent chocolate. But it's got to be a little bit sweaty. You know what I'm saying? Like, say, like a little bit of an edge just to keep her in there. It's a nice border. It's like a tattoo border. Yeah. You know, just keep keep everything in there. But it's got to moist kinda, in the middle. It's got to be sweaty. Yeah. Moist in the middle, a little crispy on the edge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just just enough to hold it together. Uh-huh. Do you dip your brownies at all? You ever dip in, what? in, in milk? I, I Well, oh, you don't drink don't milk because you're an adult. I forgot. Sorry. Uh-huh. Thank you for remembering. <laughs> yeah. You know, Jeff just sent over that split layer cake, and I will say that that looks pretty good. And there amazing. are several different. I mean, is there, they have <laughs> wow. lemon as well. But uh, you know what? I will bring one in here. Dang, oh, this looks Would you guys try it if I brought it sure. in? Yeah, yeah, yeah why not? Right. Will sure. you drink milk with it? No. Okay. Bring it in. Make sure it's sealed. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, Rice Krispie treats or lemon squares? Ooh, Rice Krispie for me. Lemon squares. Lemon squares. I don't know if I've ever had a lemon square. Uh, it's just like a lemon. I mean, it's a lemon cake. Is there any in like in like a brown in like a brown? It's you know what it is. It's kind of it's a brownie. Yes, but lemon. But lemon. Yeah, because it's got the powder and all the stuff on it. The okay, I, I think I've had yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. It's got a, a, kind of a thin crust at the bottom. It's somewhere in between a, bro- a brownie and a gooey butter cake. Okay, is a all lemon right. cake. Yep. Oh, they're they're good. Yeah, they're yeah. really good. Super good. I think they're, I made, they're just mm. moist enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I make a lemon square. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just so everybody knows, he was staring out the window uh-huh. into the sky when he said Yeah. That. <laughs> I was imagining myself eating one. Uh, 62% of people want Rice Krispie treats. Cupcake or muffin? It's easy for me. I know yeah, you're a muffin. muffin yeah, muffin. Guy. Mimi's all day. I love them both, but I'll say cupcake. I'm, I'm, an, muffin. I, I'm an icing guy. I'm going muffin. I'm love, going muffin. Love yeah, you'll have a glass of milk with that, though, right? Staring again. I don't drink milk. I know. That's the joke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, we're still joking? Yeah, we're trying. 58% cupcake. Mm. Uh, Pumpkin bread or banana bread? Uh, Banana bread. Yeah, banana bread. Banana bread all day. Mm -hmm. All day. Pumpkin bread, something something can go awry. And I don't know what it is because I'm not a good baker, but uh, I, I feel like banana bread is... I don't know if it's harder to mess up. I just don't, I don't remember having a banana bread and I was like, oh, this isn't for me. It's always like, wow, wow. It's why aren't we doing bread. this every week? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you think America went with? Oh, banana, banana. bread. Yeah. Banana bread. 77% banana bread. Uh, when Taco Bell removed their Mexican pizza from the menu, they had no idea that people were such devoted fans. I'm telling you, man, you shouldn't have done it. So the Mexican pizza officially disappears November 5th. And as soon as word got out, a change.org petition was created <laughs> begging Taco Bell to save the Mexican pizza. <laughs> and the petition, I mean, they're past 100,000 signatures. Jeez. Man. You think they're going to McRib it? They'll come back? I don't know. Here's what a spokesperson home? said Probably. for Taco Bell. They said, uh, although saying goodbye was a tough decision to make, we love the passion and energy our fans have shown us. And uh, wanted to know, hey, we're, we're always listening and we care, but we are not. <laughs> we are... <laughs> We are not bending on this. They're like God. They always answer, but sometimes the answer's no. It's over, folks. It's over. Hey, what do you think um, uh, Missouri's signature dessert is? Uh, is it gooey butter cake, or is that yeah. just a St. Louis oh, thing? Oh, that's a great answer. Yeah, that's close. Uh, or some kind of... Man. 
What is it again? What is Missouri's signature dessert? Dessert. Um, Oh, I know. It's gooey butter cake with Kansas City barbecue sauce on it. That's Missouri. Or Andy's. Uh, frozen yogurt <laughs> or custard. The Rizzuto Show. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, we're out of time. Yeah, uh, I thought my I? brain shut no, down. That was the no, lightning no, no, round. No, no, no. I thought I fast-forwarded. I stepped on that no, button down fault. there. <laughs> I somebody t- said, am I listening to the podcast? Did I fast-forward I thought I time-traveled again. <laughs> <laughs> I had a heart attack, too. <laughs> no, what is what is, uh, what is uh, the signature? It is, it's gooey butter cake. Yeah, that okay. makes sense, yeah. What's it for Illinois? Mm, I don't have a clue. I don't even know where to start. Ooh. Frozen custard. Oh, is this a Chicago thing that I don't know about? Frozen custard is Mm. apparently the signature dessert of of Illinois. I was going to say one of those hot dogs. Remember we were talking about the the Portillos? Remember that place? And we went and I went there after we had talked about it. And man, you can—I mean, they are like talk about seven layer cake or whatever it is. Like that's what they do with those hot dogs up there at that Portillos place. They have it for for breakfast, lunch, Uh, dinner, and dessert. It looks like dessert, (laughs) certainly. And back to Taco Bell real quick before we hit the break. Um, the 2020 World Series begins on October 20th. And for the ninth year in a row, Taco Bell, they're doing their steal a base, steal a taco thing. And for this year's promotion, you will be able to get your free Doritos Locos Taco within hours after the first base stolen in the World Series. I guess you just open up the Taco Bell app. Yeah. That's and you'll be able to bring it to a Taco Bell location and get your free taco. And for fans to, to that prefer to keep it... The regular tradition alive, Taco Bell will be offering free tacos in restaurant at participating locations on October 28th if a base is stolen during the World Series. Got it? Good promotion. Awesome. It's a great Got promotion it. for yeah. him. All right, let's get Donnie Fandango. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. They are doing a promotion in one, I don't know if it's the American League or the National League uh, series, but I saw it last night. Somebody hit a home run, and it landed on this big oh, RV, the RV thing. The Camping World RV thing. Yeah, and if, and if you, you can go to their website and register, and every time somebody hits that that big banner, they give away an RV to somebody. Wow. Yeah. Like, like they didn't do it once. They just every single time. Yeah, it's massive. All right, oh. get Donnie in here. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Real quick. Hey, guys, this is Burt Kreischer. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Hey, Riz. I'd like to welcome Donnie Fandango to the studio. Hey, hey, hey. Morning, hey, gentlemen. Good morning, Donnie. I got a cell. I can talk to him anytime I want. <laughs> what? Because you got a suit on? Because I, I have a cell. Cell. I have oh, a cell. call me whenever. Sell your phone. I thought you could phone. sell him anything because you got a suit on. <laughs> no. He does look like no, a professional. No, no, no. Yep. That he does. No. Not good at that. No. Nope. Cannot sell stuff. No. Nope. Well, Donnie Fandango is here with the real or fake results. So let's get to it. Right, here we are. Real of Fake Results. Sponsored by... Yep. Patricia's, Patricia's. where fun and fantasy meet. <laughs> he was Sorry, I was scary. really concentrating on those up there. <laughs> yeah. I, nice. I want to know where he was. Oh, he I was, was there. there. <laughs> Can we get a bigger TV? <laughs> then we got a picture of the boobs on the, on the big screen in here. That's where Jeff was. It was warm. It was, it was lost. <laughs> it was warm. It was cuddly. All right, so it's week number two of our competition. And uh, week number one uh, found everybody getting boob sweeps except for me. So I've got three points. Everybody else has four points. This is the best, best man speech punishment. We've played at 21 points. It's one point for each, uh, for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock. Your lock will get you two points if you're right, zero points locked out if you're wrong, regardless of your other picks, unless you lock in on a fake. And that fake lock will get you three points if you're right, but minus one point if you're wrong. So... 
For dramatic purposes, Donnie, the reveal will be entry two, entry one, and entry three. Got it. So let's get into it. Moon, a description of entry number two, please. Well, this picture is titled, What Are We Doing Here? Because we're not sure if she's sitting down. Uh, we do know that there is not a single shred of cloth anywhere I think she's on her knees. in frame here. I mean, it almost looks like she's on her knees on the wall of the shower somehow. But we have a single hand bra here, uh, some tan lines, and that's about all we know about this woman. This is a top five picture of all time. It really right? is. I think we have two top tens. In this, in yeah. this particular week's uh, round here. All right, so uh, I said these were real. Tony said these were real. Moon said these were real. Jeff Burton and King Scott, both of them said they were fake. I think I misspoke. This is the one that Jamie convinced me to switch, by the way. Jamie, Jamie, said, Jamie Rivers, Rivers said these were fake, too. Are you going to credit him yeah, if you get it right? No, I've already got damn it real, and I'm getting ready to hit send. All right, Donnie <laughs> Fandango, photo number two, real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, 63% went real. Listeners, incorrect. Oh, They're fake. Yeah. Oh, thank Burton. you, Donnie, and thank you, Jamie. <laughs> Let me change the text. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff gets a point, and King Scott gets a point. Wow, what a wow. bunch of crap. Wow, okay. Huh. All right. Well, that's, that's a uh, What's he going to write back? C, dummy, something like that. <laughs> Let's uh, head on over to uh, entry number one wow. and a description, please. Top 10. We have full-blown side boob. Side boob, it's very chilly. Uh, we are braless <laughs> here with a shirt or a sweater or a dress of some type that has an extreme deep V, and it is uh, fully extended. The, the V is uh, is is being maxed out here. Now we only see really one one breast, one breast, and then uh, and then a, a lot of chest here. But uh, wow, top ten. Oh man, did you say me. chest hair? No, no, no. Did I, did chest, I see? No, 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 chest here, chest, chest here. here. No chest hair, not a single one. All right, Jeff says these are real. Moon says these are real. King Scott says these are real. I'm saying these are fake, and Tony's saying these are fake. Oh man! I think there's more of a chance of them being fake since the first one, first ones. No, no I'm sorry. Stop, I'll stop, take stop, that the stop, other stop, way around. Stop, stop. Never You're mind. You're getting in my Never head. Mind. Oh, Never mind. Man, this was a, <laughs> a massive mistake for me. Uh, Donnie Fandango, uh, we're talking photo number one. I ask you, photo there's, number there's one. Certainly, very little gravity. Uh, uh, That's a good point. You know, like gravity took the day off here. <laughs> Donnie Fandango, photo number one, real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, 71% went real. Listeners are correct. They're uh, real. Uh, Woo! Woo! What a sweet relief. Yeah. Sweet relief. Jeff's at six. Moon's at five. King Scott's at six. Hmm. Man, I am. Burton's looking really good. Thank you, man. I'm in really big this trouble round. here. Old tie and everything, but thanks. I'm in big <laughs> trouble. Or early in the competition, I'm in big trouble. Oh, no. Or we're all locked out. True. Well, uh, let's move on to photo number three. A description, please, Moon. Uh, we have a black bra here. This is more of a traditional, you know, booby muck shot. Uh, there's a little bit of lace so you can see through sort of the, the top. But, uh, yeah, this is, a, this is a classic. This is traditional, uh, li like we said. And, uh, yeah, these things are uh, massive. They're massive, and we've all gone real, and we all locked in on these. I'm hoping these are fake. I don't know why, but okay. All real, photo number three. All locked, photo number three. Donnie Fandango, photo number three, real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, 89% went real. Listeners, correct, they're real. Yeah. Yeah. So you dropped two, huh, Riz? 
Yeah. Oh, man, I'm sorry to hear that. No, That's I'm not. So Patrico's got six. Jeff's got eight. Moon's got seven. King Scott's got eight. And I got five. Oh, man. Damn. We're going to nine this time? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, since this is the uh, best, best man uh, competition, uh, if you have a wedding that you'd like one of us, at this one is looking like me, to come give the best man speech, send us your wedding date. It's got to be in about two or three months from now. We're thinking maybe January. Yeah. yeah. Wow at 1057thepoint.com, and maybe we'll pick your wedding to crash. Donnie Fandango, thank you so much. I hope, the, food, I hope the food's good. That's, uh, that's, <laughs> the guy that's done a tight five, I mean, come on. Hey, Donnie, do you remember off the top of your head which helicopter point fest? Remember when the helicopter came and dried the lawn? Julie wrote back and said it was either three or four. I, I don't remember. That would have been before I worked there, but I do remember the day of Point Fest 4. It did rain. That was the Faith No More one. Okay. So oh, I think that could is. have been it. That could have been it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hey, fellas. That's the guy to know. You know what I'm going to do? What's Ooh, that? I'm going to press this button and wrap her up. The Rizzuto right. Show. Yo, I got to have sex tonight. Showtime. Hey, what it is is what it is. Put that on your Good Morning Missouri wake-up broadcast, bitch. Let me clear my... All right, join Moon at DB's on Sunday at noon for Sunday football. That's right. Go Chiefs! Uh, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash raise. If you missed anything, what do we got? Taco Bell customers going all out to save a beloved menu item. Uh, Taco Bell is also doing a steal a base, steal a taco. We have a whole bunch of uh, uh, stats on, you know, cake versus pie and brownies versus cookies and all the fun stuff. Tons of fail stories. Of course, it's Friday, so you want to see all those and use those hilarious, hilarious uh, stories here. Riz News, crap on cele- celebrities and everything else. On Booger Picker on the Bang Switch. That is the title you're looking for on the uh, the blog, which is 1057thepoint.com slash Riz, the podcast across all podcast directories. Thank you all for an enormous, enormous week of uh, uh, of shows and all the support for Patrico. Make sure you follow yes. us on socials at Riz Show. Yeah, send Patrico a get well card. Yeah, his address is... Hang on, I got it here. Well, just go to 1057thepoint.com slash Patrico and get all the info there. All right, all right anything else, fellas? Cool. That's it. All right. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, brought to you by Layla, both locations, offering full patio service, carrying and curbside delivery. Does he have something? Are you doing a wild podcast or not? Oh, yeah. I'll be doing a wild pack. I I didn't mean to wake you. That's all right. uh, This is my nap time. You know that. But no, yeah, we're doing one right after the show. Okay. Yeah. Any, Any special guests? Uh, was trying to get Tony on, but unfortunately he is not able to today. But he said next week he's definitely gonna be on. Oh, but Tony uh, Larusa is gonna be on the yes. podcast. Oh, but we will be cool. replaying the the call in from yesterday. Okay, nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, Tiffany Smith is our team Riz member of the day. Yeah, Tiffany. Tiffany, welcome to the family. Tiffany. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs, for the best price and value on quality tires and expert auto service. Get into Dobbs today.